0: doing to pop Harry
1: yeah I think it's just,
0: I think that's what they call it but it's on their Rivals EP uh Rivals 1.5 EP on SoundCloud y'all check that out but they set the vibe this week before I even introduce my co-host my podcast we got two special guests this week Jalen Quinn we talking about his new album with no help from you number two and we have Sarah Pierre future lawyer and uh she's the she's the lady who set up the protest in St. Martinville, and I wanted to give her a voice because I thought that was dope that someone who's super young set up a protest in her own city, and she saw the things going on in her city and she wanted to make it right, so we have her coming on. And she went to high school with me, and I know her mother knows my mom, and I'm sure her mom's listening to this, and I just want to say to everybody who's older, who might not necessarily have listened to the Bros Who Think podcast before and know how we give it up, it has a little e-buy it on, on, on Apple and Spotify, which means explicit. I will be cursing. We will be giving it up greasy. We will be making jokes, saying all kind of outlandish shit. My mama know how I give it up. My mama heard me say some. <sighs> me and my mama close. She know. She know what the hell is going on, and she she know a little bit too much about me from this podcast. But that's how we give it up. We here to. So we may educate you. We may be wrong. We may be funny. This is supposed to be entertainment. If you get a little enlightenment, cool. If you don't, cool. We just want to make sure you have a good time every Thursday. But with that being said, let's start the motherfucking show. This <laughs> is <laughs> episode 153 of the Bros Who Think Podcast. It's your boy, young boy, D-Wiz, the people's champ, aka <laughs> is in the motherfucking building. Joining me as always to my left. And I think the way the camera do it i got to point this way but to my left mr brooklyn is in the building to the bottom we got doom brooklyn how you doing this week brother back 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 with us i'm doing good baby and like you said i can't i can't lie my mama know how i give it up baby yeah we man you know keep it real man we keep <laughs> for, it real baby for everybody that's new to listening cuz i know she's going to bring her audience that's new we we just give it up greasy <laughs> and joining us as always <laughs> mr doom doom how you doing brother
1: I'm good, man. I gotta I gotta figure out how to get one of those little fancy intros like you be doing for yourself.
2: <laughs> I'll give you one.
0: My, Whatever you want to be called.
1: I'm just like, what's up, man? I'm, <laughs> I'm the
0: <laughs> Whatever you want to call you, we can call you. See, but you're not Hotel Doom. Hotel would be like Hotel Brooklyn. We would have like Republican Doom or, or Tax Money Doom or <laughs> Mr. 5050 Doom. Like, we got, we could come up with some fire shit, bro. Yeah, or we can give you. We can give you the gazpacho, you know what? You with your mustache and your little and your little <laughs> chin and We got the, we got, yeah. <laughs>
1: we, can go we go kick it. I, <laughs> I gotta get it right though.
0: <laughs> but look, like I said, we got two guests coming on the pod later. as all and we got bros who ball where we do our sports section. But before we get started. I was ready to have some jokes this week, but seems like Negroes and, and white people just wilding in these streets. So let's start off with who's wilding. I saw you. forgets his video now, so every time his facial expressions begin me. So let's start off with the people <laughs> who've been wilding the most. Betsy DeVos, Trump, all these people on the education sector saying that we're gonna start school in the fall. They don't care about COVID. they, they I heard that they're gonna make your child sign a waiver. If you gotta sign a waiver for your kid to go to school, keep him home. Keep him in her home. Like I understand that parents are ready to get these little monsters out the house. And I know they're not trying to be teachers, but like COVID is serious, and we're seeing a second boom. Like me and Brooklyn said a couple weeks ago, we literally were we went out of the state at the right time because if we would have went any later, it would have been some shit. Being that y'all both have kids, I start with you doing because your your child's a little older than Brooklyn's. How do you feel about this whole school shit?
1: I think they got to figure out a way to do it from home, bro. Yeah. To, you know yeah, that's mean? what I'm like, saying. Was, like some online classes or something. Yeah, I was uh I was reading a thread on Twitter where there was like people saying that like okay, even if I were to agree to send my kid to school there's a bunch of questions that you gotta be able to answer. So they brought up a good point. Like, even if let's say you send your kid to a classroom, nobody in the class got COVID, right? The teacher go get groceries after work. She catch it from some dumb fuck at Walmart. Now she got a quarantine for two weeks. What happens then? Does the whole class have the quarantine after that? Is the teacher getting paid? Um mm-hmm. paying for the kids medical shit if they gotta go to the hospital, like what's the you know what I'm saying? What's like the protocol and yeah. all that, and they don't have zero plan. So I think if you don't have no plan, you gotta you can't do that.
0: Yeah, you gotta it's gotta be online. Brooklyn, how you feeling about this? And uh, what you hearing fact, from bro. the news, the the news stations, and what what
3: what's word around town? So uh, the news stations is like they doing what what basically you know, what Doom said, but like they, they pushing all the administrators and superintendents,
0: they asking all these tough questions. Like, say if, you know, Lisa dropped her kids off of school and she's she thinks that there's the possibility they could have been exposed to COVID, but she can't miss no more days of work because of all the shit that's happened already this year. Mm-hmm. So her kids give it up to a bunch of kids. And what if there's a, she's in a, you know, a lower income place where a lot of the people don't have health insurance. Now they got all these medical bills, but... They got the reason they got exposed to COVID. Yeah. So what is the school going to do? Is there, you know, there's going to be some school some mandated, room. you know, health insurance they give it to the kids since y'all making them go back? And I'm thinking to myself, And like, you know how testing the is superintendent, expensive? Yeah, the superintendent sitting there like, I, I, he got no answers. So they're like, well, we're going to keep pushing and we're going to keep asking you questions every week till you come up with some, or we're going to make you look bad. And I'm like, make him look bad? He's doing it by himself. Look, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm happy that John Bell passed the mandatory mask thing and I still see people not following that. Bro, they and don't I, give a fuck. I man. gotta say this lady in the gas station stank me cause she saw I was coming out of my car going in there but then I was like, wait, I don't have my mask on. So I turned right back, put my mask on and I saw these two white dudes and this black guy all of them saw me do that and went back to their car. They was just going to walk in there with no mask on. And she literally was like, thank you because you saw how many people going to walk in here without a mask if you didn't do that. And I was just like, is it so hard to wear a mask? Like I saw idiots talking about they was going to get carbon monoxide poison. I was like, you're fucking stupid. Like just so many, so much just dumb fuckery. Like we got to take this shit serious. These kids need to be homeschooled. My ass shouldn't be at UL in the fall. We should be, I should be homeschooling too. Everybody should be at home and tell this shit Workout. We need a second stimulus pack, and unemployment got to keep it going. I'm sorry, Donald. I'm sorry that you didn't handle COVID the right way. We should have been locked down. Why is Japan uh, having no no deaths? Why are these other places not having no deaths and shit? But we, we we're the only country that's still having major major deaths and major major spikeage. When Florida damn near. Out of all the countries in the world, Florida's number three of all the countries of total cases and, and shit. It's just it's ridiculous. No, that shit is that shit is nuts, bro. And I mean, like, like you said, like motherfuckers just they they out here reading like fuck what the news station. Says at this point, it's ridiculous. Fuck with the accredited places and we're not listening have to the to doctors. We're not <laughs> listening to none of that, my nigga. They listening to to. To John with the webcam that's been talking about <laughs> conspiracy theories on YouTube for the last twenty years, and <laughs> how he unmasked the uh, PizzaGate shit, so now he is a certified PhD, MD, and he knows that you're <laughs> monoxide too. from wearing a mask, and he a lawyer, and he letting you know that you putting on his mask. Is them taking away a little bit of your rights every day? They just take a little bit away. Makes you know they're gonna be coming for our guns. I'm sorry, <laughs> nigga, but if you got a problem with the way our government is, you should be probably starting with I don't know mm, the fact that they assign us a number when we fucking born.
1: <laughs> that's a fact. You worried so about the so wrong shit? There's so much candy this
0: like, and then also on top of this, we we saying this every week until it happens. We need to arrest Brianna Taylor's killers and murderers. Exactly. Yeah, like, th- that dude was at the beach. One of them niggas was at the beach and he posted about, ooh, chilling with my daughters, this is the most carefree I'd ever be. Man, fuck that dude. Lock all them niggas up and send them niggas to jail. And uh, what's 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 my, what's my guy's name, rest in peace, uh, Elijah, is it McCain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elijah, arrest his killers too. It's fucking ridiculous, like, w- the way that this president has handled these situations to me are unjustifiable for, he should not be in office anymore. Like, and I'm, and this goes to that Kanye thing and I'm happy his ass isn't running. It got, it got put out today and we gonna get on chance to wrap a stupid ass in a little bit, but at this point, and I know last time that we were saying we were picking the lesser two evils, but at this point, It's got to be we picking the lesser two evils with Biden. I don't hear no third party shit. I don't hear none of that. And I'm not the type to come in here and tell you who to vote for. But it's just like, look at what this country has experienced. And I know my Republican listeners and friends are going to be like, well, unemployment, this and that. Bro, we're having a pandemic and this man can't handle this shit at all, bro. Let alone how bad he treated the LGBT community. Let alone how he's putting these racist judges in the Supreme Court. Let alone about all that shit. This nigga is killing us. He's killing us with this. How he's handled this pandemic is ridiculous. Yeah, Hey, all I know is if it was if it was if it was Obama in office when all this shit happened. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you they would have been tearing his ass up. I ain't I ain't heard I had not heard not one person to this day say why Trump got us wearing a mask. Why not I have yet to hear anybody on that side blame Trump for us wearing a mask. They've gone straight to the CDC, all of a sudden, Fauci. all of a sudden, these <laughs> niggas know the three branches of the government. But 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 four years ago, it was Obama. Obama. doing He did everything. There was no Senate. There was no House <laughs>
3: representatives. It was just Obama. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, these niggas know the three branches of the government, and they're not blaming Trump for a damn thing. <laughs> like, and bro, I'm thinking to myself like, this they is trying the to bullshit. make that, they
0: calling they basically calling Doctor Fauci a witch a witch doctor.
3: <laughs> they like mad out with him. He don't know what the hell he talk about. I don't know. He just been in dealing with medicine more than half. You so, uh, niggas been alive. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: exactly. Bro, you in your oil field, and like, look, I know my Louisiana people going to be upset what I'm about to say, but you in your oil field, brothers and sisters, need to shut the fuck up when a doctor is talking. And this goes to the farmers in the Midwest. This goes to the, to I don't know what the California uh, crazies be doing, but whatever the fuck they do. Brooklyn, you know what your New York Republicans be doing, our debt of minors and all the, the East Coast nonsense? Nah, the worst part with that is all that people is is the lawyers and the police officers and shit. Yeah, on the same side, Then It's it's like, Jesus, bro, we gotta like, if we can't believe the doctors and science, then what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And then the people who were like, oh, you can't make me wear a mask. Go look at, I believe it was in the 30s, the 40s, it might've been the 30s, the 40s, or the 50s. They had like this deadly flu going around and they made everybody wear masks. It's the 20s. And -hmm. everybody was wearing masks. and, And at that point in time, Americans did it because, it was it was to protect everybody else if all and, and look you all lives matters fuckers if all lives matter then why are we wearing fucking masks like because all lives don't matter they like yeah right? i know and and the uh, the thing is right every time i get into an argument with one of these oil field boys or these these uh i inherited a bunch of money and land from <laughs> great grandma and they, you know they're sitting pretty because of their circumstances or whatever or whatever it may be they always sending me all this stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, like, my nigga, you cheated to pass bio 101. <laughs> yeah. You had to look at the girl next to you to pass Earth Science. Earth Science, my nigga. That's what I'm saying. Earth bro. Science. Like And I, I'm thinking to myself, like, bro, how is it that you take your, yourself to the doctor when you get when you see something on your body that you don't recognize? But all of a sudden, when a doctor's telling you something about this this airborne thing that's going on or this thingy that could be... All hell Trump. That's what it is, bro. All hell Trump. It's it's ridiculous, bro. It makes absolutely no fucking sense. And I think we... And look, I think we should be able to come up and make some money... Because we should be able to either sue Trump, Fox News, somebody. If one of our family members died from COVID, and we in we should be able to sue them and be like, no, Trump in the Fox News perpetuated that. Oh, this is no big deal. We're all good. This and that. Right. I should be. I should be able to sue my government for this shit, bro. Yeah, like, dude, I need to be getting shit. a bag.
1: They'll never let that shit fly.
0: <laughs> and that's my thing. It's like it's just fucking ridiculous. So make sure you wear your mask. And, I, and uh, Sarah wanted me to point this out. If you uh, if you're going to her protest this Saturday in St. Martinville wear your mask, wear your mask. You have to wear your mask to go. It's just, it's just ridiculous. But I want to get y'all take on the school shit because I know y'all both have kids, but like they need to do online teaching and whatnot. But since we was talking about Kanye and Chance, let's get into it. Bro, Chance the Rapper went from potential star walking into one of the the Drake spots, the Kendrick, the Cole spots to nah. Bro, Chance the Rapper is, is just the worst, bro. I told my girlfriend, he's just the fucking worst. like. How his argument was that, oh Kanye don't have no bodies, Kanye don't have no war crimes, Kanye can fix everything, bro Kanye what what are we talking about? like he was like, that man's a clown bro. he was like, Trump shouldn't have been in office. I was like but just in this, this will be something that I'm preaching. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's the theme of this episode. Two wrongs do not make a right. Just because Trump shouldn't have been in president, just because Trump shouldn't have been a president, does that mean Kanye West should be president? Like, what the fuck are we talking about, bro? Like, that's just idiotic. I knew Chance the Rapper was an idiot when he said, uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises was better than The Dark Knight. At that point, <laughs> I was like, I'm through a chance. Like, nigga, your movie opinion is horrible when he said Bad Boys 2 was not as good as Bad Boys 3. Nigga, sit your dumb ass down, bro. And don't come tell me Rush Hour is worse than Bad Boys. Like, I get we love black people and being pro- pro-black right now, but there ain't no way on God's green earth that Rush Hour is not is worse than Bad Boys. Sit, sit, sit your ass down, unless unless I'm tripping with that that last take. But I thought Jackie and Chris did the thing.
3: Nah, Jackie and Chris did they fucking thing. Just making sure.
0: How y'all feel about Chance and all his shit? That how he he'll no matter what he'll always take up for Kanye West, no matter how wrong he is. And then, but yet want to criticize J Cole. I always been telling y'all since he got sober, I don't fuck with him. But
1: Now I don't really know what the (laughs) fuck be going through his head. (laughs) Like he
0: just prove it more and more each day that (laughs) all this sober Chance shit, I don't want it. Cause this nigga's clearly his head is not where it's supposed to be. It should be in the clouds. But clearly, when he's sober, he say dickhead shit like this. So all this is showing me is that, like you said, two wrongs don't make it right. But damn, chance. What right? What what, what right thing are you saying? Like he's not saying nothing. Of course, Kanye don't have no bodies or war crimes. Like what the. Fuck? Yeah, like bro. Obviously, my nigga. Obviously, he's a rapper, nigga. Duh. <laughs> The fuck, mm. and he's a he's a a, a book bag rapper. Like he he's the first of this generation's kind of rappers where yep. they didn't push no drugs, they didn't do no crimes and shit like that. It's like do honestly, how you <laughs> feel about this nigga Chance?
1: We first we got to get him out of here. That's one. Two, we got to stop listening to these fuck niggas that get <laughs> on social media. They got a little bit of following. Yep, and they say anything, and then people. The fact that we even talking about what chance gotta say about politics is crazy. Yes, you know what I mean? Like that's crazy.
0: Where's the Michael Eric Dysons? Where where's the uh what's my man's name? Oh man, Malcolm Gladwell. Where are these people with P like same and, and, and it's the same thing we was talking about? The Yee's and the in the oil field niggas. You black niggas gotta stop listening to these celebrities who have no education. And look, and I know I know the argument is well, uh, just because I, I'm not formally educated doesn't mean I can't educate myself, and that is true. You can definitely educate yourself, but stop watching YouTube videos of uneducated like, niggas. Go like read, that. go like, go read books. Go educate yourself and, and and get yourself to where you can speak on shit like this. And even and but this shows that even educated niggas are fucking stupid because Chance Chance is an educated nigger.
1: Yeah, or at, least, or at least he's is, supposed he to
0: comes, be. He comes from a, a, a affluent background, and he's out here talking about supporting. Uh, a retard. Yeah. <laughs> Look, No, let's call him a dummy because I don't even want to use that language because, you know, shout out to the... uh You're right. I know shout some of them the, yeah, yeah, better the than disabled, that. The disabled community. Because he is disabled, but he disabled for a different reason. That nigga is stupid, <laughs> this, bro. They're talking about he would fix stuff. He can't even fix things going on in his own head. How is he supposed to fix my country? Yeah, bro, oh,
2: bro,
0: And if all these mental attacks are real, like, no disrespect to the to the people who suffer from mental health, but like, bro, I can't help Kanye having a bipolar moment when talking to these niggas from North Korea. Like, what are we, uh, what are we talking about, bro? Uh, thank you. <laughs> like, what are, we, what are we talking about, dog? Like, this shit is just so that's stupid. Business. Like, it, it, <laughs> like me and Doom was talking about last week, he wasn't gonna run anyway because he didn't sign up in time, but the fact that we have ce- celebrities pushing this, we have a very susceptible and influenceable, even if that's not a word, a very, in like, a, a, a youth and a people who are voting in that 18 to 25 range that is influenced by celebrities and clout. They will go and write in Kanye's name as a joke and that will allow Trump, Trump to, to win. fucking That's a fight, bro. That's like, uh, I was making a joke today, actually, at the news station because we were talking about, you know, school things. And I said, there's two people in this country, no, there's, there's a couple people in this country that I'm scared of but There's certain people in certain positions that if they ran for a certain place, they'd get it. Like, if Ed Orgeron picked up tomorrow and said, <laughs> I want to be the governor of Louisiana, it's I'm done. telling y'all right it's now, been, 95% of the vote. Like, if Joe then, Burrow you know, came was, back and said he wanted to do it, he would win. <laughs> and I was gonna say that the other two the other five percent would be like three for Joe, two for like Lil Wayne, and like it would be something crazy, bro. Like, and then. If, if Kylie Jenner picked up whenever she turned 35 and said she want to run for president, bro, <laughs> I'm telling you, the way Kylie is winning, it would sicken your stomach. Because Kylie, at, at the point of the time when she got to 35, Kylie's influence would now reach over a large percent of people. Three generations. <laughs> like, we're talking like from Gen Z to us to... The young to, boys. The new yeah, young bro. boys. <laughs> Could you imagine, bro? Like, the fact that the celebrities... Like, I know at at one point you're like, oh, they have so much thingy, so we see everything that they're doing. But on the other side... They we feel like we know them, right? So we feel like we can trust them. I don't know shit about Kylie, nigga. No <laughs> fuck you. I don't know shit about Kylie, bro. It's just but like, these niggas bro, were both of her. It's just like, bro, we gotta stop with this celebrity putting on a on a pedestal type deal. And I know people will be like, but y'all have a podcast, y'all do this. No, bro, we are trying to. We're discussing about shit that's going on. Right. None of us trying to run for office. These fight. are our these are our opinions, and yeah. you should take their celebrity stuff as opinions. Not as, as fact, yeah, bro. I One thousand percent. Doom anything else you got on this. No, I'm good. That's, that's <laughs> a bunch of foolishness. I like that. That's, that's just I see how much you how much you don't care about this shit. About how, but see, that's the thing, like that's how we're supposed to be, but it's niggas is just so stupid. You be like to me, it's bro.
2: like
0: we gotta talk about this because they don't. If if we don't, then they just gonna be like, Oh, yeah, sure. Let's run for let's vote for Kanye. Let's do it, bro. Man. I'm telling
1: you, I've been I've been on an unfollowing spree on Twitter. <laughs> I saw saw that. Zip a shit like this, bro. I can't take all the people talking about (laughs) like, come on, man.
0: I'm with you. That's how we got to be because that goes into our next topic about being uneducated. So first off, let me say this because shout out to, because I know we got Jewish listeners. Shout out to my guy, Mitch. Shout out to all the Jewish listeners of this podcast. And and I've said this for four weeks in a row. If you were white, brown, purple, blue, black, I would fight for you. I would ride for you. Deshaun Jackson, outlandish, needed to be suspended. Steven Jackson, clowning, is a clown. Me and Doom talked about this last, a clown, a fucking clown. Just getting away from George Floyd's and his message saying all that dumb anti-Semitic nonsense. Clown, who has said something? Ice Cube said something. All that work you've been doing for weeks, just throwing in the trash. If you for equality, you cannot be against other people. That's fucking ignorant. Today, Nick Cannon got fired, or yesterday he got fired because people, they've been posting clips on on Twitter about him talking about how the black, talking about how just black power shit and and, and shit that Farrakhan said. And people think that's why he's getting canceled. But that is not why he got canceled and fired. He got canceled and fired because, and I'll read it to you, because Brooklyn was even shocked when I read it to him, because it's like, this is why the nigga got fired. So, okay, let me pull this shit up, because I I just got to read this and get everybody to understand
4: And this is also why
0: it's important to do your own research because like you said, people only putting out half the truth, half the the truth. It is just to fan the flames. Like we gotta understand that there are Russian bots, there's Chinese bots, there's these other or entities that want to see America fall. We've talked about the American Empire many weeks on this pod. They wanna see us fall, they wanna see black and white people fight each other because they know that's how they can take over America. And I don't know who posted these clips, but they did it that's way for a purpose for black people to be like, "Well, why are you firing?" And there's other people saying worse shit, but this is why they fired him. So he had this guy on his podcast named Professor Griff. Professor Griff was known in the in 1980s for making anti-Semitic comments. He got kicked out of his group, which Brooklyn even informed me that that was public enemy. I didn't even know Chuck yeah. D. Him was, he was in that. So if Chuck D. kicked him out, we understand there's a reason. Nah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said, he said, the Jews are wicked and we can prove this. And he went on saying more shit. And on Nick's show, he said, I'm hated now because I told the truth. And Nick said, no, you're a legend. Uh, there's no need to be scared of anything you said when you're speaking the truth. Bro, what are we what is that a fucking disgust? Like that man, that man said anti-Semitic comments. And you just said, you're a legend for standing, telling the truth. And you should stand on that. Like that's case point said done for me. I, yeah. I, I can't deny. I can't defend that. Now I've seen people post on Twitter about how should he been fired? Should he been suspended? Should we educate? Should we educate him? I do believe in second chances. I do believe in people getting educated, but as Viacom, I'm not upsetting them for firing him. I'm not. It's just, Definitely it's, not. It, it, and it's like i understand it it's like i'm not i can't speak from should we accept him getting educated because i'm not jewish i i think how passionate he sounded in that response and what that man said my, my i'm not going to say he passed education but he may be i don't know I, I can't i can't judge that but i just know that as as what this podcast stands for what this network stands for how we about the person uh the preservation and prog- progress of this culture for all people, no matter their skin complexion, and how we want to uplift everybody, I'm standing with my Jewish brothers and sisters right now. I got to because, like, bro, that shit is wild. And I start with you, Doom, because it's just like that's that's dumbfounding to me that we got even like discuss. But I do I do understand the argument of people saying, "Well, there, what about Tucker Carlson? What about all these people that say racist, sexist stuff that are still allowed on TV?" You got to understand that Fox is a different company than Viacom, and Fox can do whatever they want with their company and that, that's just, we, right. there's no, nothing you can do about that. Now, if Viacom has someone that comes and says sexist stuff or racist stuff against black people, or against Mexican people or whoever, and they don't fire him, then we gotta hold Viacom's foot to the fire. That's who we gotta be mad at. But in terms of, Nick right. it's just like, bro, I'm sorry. You gotta you gotta bite that bullet.
1: Well, my, my thing is, I feel like we at we at the spot we at in the culture, cause of, you know, obviously the Black Lives Matter shit, the people that have been killed unjustly, that type of thing. And I feel like the whole, the initial point was is all we were saying was, yo, we are not any more or any less than anybody else. Facts. At least that's that's what I felt. And that, <laughs> that that's was what the I feel. Shit. I that's think we, we was, can all, all say yeah. accurate. As yeah. As it's going on, I feel like the rage from that, as a result of all the shit that's been going down, I see a lot of black people like, all right, it's us against everybody. Fuck everybody. <laughs> it else. Is not it's not that. Yeah. This is what it is. And I feel like we should be aiming for, like, we can definitely coexist. You don't even have to like the next nigga. You don't have to like white people. You don't have to like Asian, Mexican, none of that. Like, you don't, can, you don't have but to But, like do you that. said, we could coexist. Yeah. Exactly. Because I, I think, like, us trying to aim for a world where everybody just like and love every that's come on man that's not bro more, there's that's black happen. people we don't like
0: there's there's, yeah, there's women like yeah <laughs> like you, you you can dislike somebody like that but that doesn't mean you can't you have to hate them and hate them and and can't
1: coexist with them you know like you're saying right like, so when when Nick make comments that he made I'm immediately against that shit I'm yeah. like no because if that shit was flipped the other way around <laughs> it'd be some I was shit. saying earlier on Twitter we have got white people out of here for less. You know what I'm saying? And for that, way less. And for, way and, less.
0: and I'm seeing people saying that, they're, they're using the argument that like, but there's other people that did I'm like, look, bro, you can't go on the past. You can't go on what has happened in the past. We gotta go on what's going on right now in the climate because you can go to Gossip in the City on IG and see, shout out to her, cause she has dedicated, she used to be all about gossip and she dedicated a whole page to collect things that racist white people say and send them to their company. And she has been getting these people fired and has documentation proof of it. So like you said, if this is flipped on the other foot, that white person getting fired today from Viacom. He is. And and like I said, you can't use Tucker Carlson and Fox because even yeah. Fox, even Fox recently has felt the fire so much that they fired Tucker Carlson's main writer in and in in quote unquote making Tucker Carlson go on vacation. But that's a suspension. It's a, it's a paid suspension. They just don't want to say that because they don't want to get outraged. But Fox is different and they have shown they're different since the fucking 80s and 90s when they started. And we know that's where they stand. You can't expect something from someone who just is against what you stand for. Like you can't. Right. You can't ex- expect that. That's that's their foundation. They have a base. And if you're going to go try to change them, you're fighting a losing battle because that's something that's not... that's that's only, They're governed by their ownership. And it's not that Disney owns them. It's not Viacom that owns them. It's not ABC. It's not none of these other companies that have shown that they, they, they're they with the fight, or at least given off the perception that they care. They're, they're people that tell you straight up, we don't give a fuck. Right. Right. They all, they got they got the black on they got black on black crown you know at their lowest <laughs> early shit her. like yeah, yeah. Like, come on bro we're not like we not, we not changing another Fox <laughs> so, and I'm I'm so happy you said that dude because it's like the moment he said that and I saw that on Twitter I was like I can't rock with this at all and I'm seeing just a bunch of young black people just posting the wrong clips and it's like y'all gotta educate yourselves before you speak and I
1: think you said it best on Twitter today or don't speak at all so That's, that it's a lot of power <laughs> in that <laughs> it's it's way better to not say shit, especially when you're talking about some shit you don't even know about. Right. Than to just be, you know what I'm saying, popping off at the mouth saying shit because that's <laughs> that's gonna get you like what Nick Cannon, that's that's what that leads to, bro.
0: Yep, and you know, and, and people don't realize that like and I and I know we always say this and I just feel like our generation should be smarter, but I'm seeing them make the same mistakes that older people make. <laughs> Do y'all not realize that what you put on Twitter and Facebook can get you from getting a job? And you can't call that racist. Yeah. You can't call that anything because it's like, it's these people's job, like free freedom of speech. Works where the government can't do you shit, but that does not mean your school, that does right. not mean your fucking job, that does right. not mean those people can't not do you shit because it's their business, their institution, it's in their rule book. Now, if you inside the guidelines, then we have a problem. But if you outside their
2: guidelines, bro, you can't do shit. Like
0: right. it's, wrong. And it's up to their discretion.
1: Another, yeah, another big thing that really kind of got me about this is I feel like a person like Nick Cannon with the position and the culture that he had. That show was putting a lot of black people in a position to take their career from just being a, a fuck nigga on Instagram to being right. a legitimate comedian. Yep. Fact. I was I mean, just thinking that. And, and you just fucked up that platform for, for all, all the of them. Shit that wasn't going to do nothing anyway. You know what I mean? Like you say a bunch of hateful ass shit. What, that, what did that solve? What did that, that shit do? didn't do nothing, nothing, bro. It didn't ruffle no feathers. It didn't do nothing That's, but get you
3: fired. That's all it did. You're right.
0: That, no like 1000% not yet look that's a great point and I saw Diddy saying like yo we could w- Revolt will be down to pick you up but like Diddy knows like he got to Nick got to show he's sorry Nick did apologize today saying if he fan But he got to show him, he's sorry he's sorry but you, you got to show you got to show action go to business with if, him if I a- Diddy's, Diddy's business partners are uh, yeah, it, exactly. Like, oh, uh, did, did he not just go bring him on for nothing? Like, look at Charlemagne. Like, even they held back on Charlemagne some of his shit. He yeah. don't have a talk show over that because, like, me and Doom talked about last week. Why? The reason why he got to go to Comedy Central is because he got baggage and he had to prove that shit. If I'm if yeah. if we if we can call out Drew Brees and be mad at Drew Brees because of what he said and how we need to see action from him before we feel it's a real change. I got to see action from Nick and I and I got. It's, it's got to be honest, bro. Like, you got to show that that you're sincere about this shit. Like, you, like yeah, an bullshit. apology
1: just don't work right now. That actually looked kind of bad on Revolt to me. On oh, Diddy? Yeah. It does. Dude. Like, it's just like, why Why are you cosigning that kind of bullshit? I feel like you saying, oh, uh, you got fired there. We'll pick you up. That's cosigning. And, and, so, and so fast too. So like, yeah. it, it definitely looks like you agree with him.
0: And that's my yeah. thing. That's my thing that I don't want black people to realize. It's like, yes there's other people in races and sexes that say stuff that's fucked up or th- that have had said stuff. Cause we can't, cause we got to look at it in terms of pre-George Floyd and post-George Floyd because post-George Floyd, everybody's being anti-racist and it's, and it's heavy and people are getting fired. Like Doom said, you can't go off of pre as much as we want to go off of pre, you can't go off of that because that's, that wasn't the time we're in. If they say that today, it's a different story. And it's like, we as black people, if we truly want equality, like Doom said, and we truly want our life to matter as much as the next man, we gotta fight with the brothers and sisters that's fighting with us that's not black because if we don't, how can we expect them to fight with us? And it's like, we gotta do better than that. Like we got to, and we can't be afraid to call each other out. That doesn't make someone a coon. That doesn't make you a, a uncle Tom. It doesn't make you any of that. It just means you stand up for what is right. Like that. that's all this is.
1: Brooklyn. I'm probably going to get some of that shit. For
0: oh, sales. no, wait, me and me. me, me. Oh, we definitely will. <laughs> like, but I don't give a fuck because it's like I I, I show what we stand. Like we are for all people. We've we been this way. We started off the show saying talking about Brianna Taylor, talking about Elijah McCain. We did that whole episode. Like we do this. We actually put in work. So I don't give a fuck with somebody on Twitter and these damn YouTube comments. Got to say as much. I appreciate your support. But if you calling us this and feel the type of way because we say this about Nick. It's like my brother. We doing. We fighting for you too. So like, nah, dog. I ain't, I ain't with this shit. What, what, you, what you what you feeling, B? Nah, and like like Doom said, these motherfuckers really just don't be seeing the whole fucking side of the story, and they just be ready to spew out whatever the fuck they seen or whatever. The first video on on first- Twitter the first fucking result they seen when it was trending, they clicked on the video, they watched 30 seconds and they <laughs> made up their mind and they decided it's two to go hour on a two-hour conversation the and they're only going on for 30 fucking right. seconds. Yep. So like, I'm thinking to myself like, well, damn, nigga, if, that's, if you're doing that for that, how many other shit that's controversial in our country have you only seen the first 30 seconds of? Yup.
3: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, now that's showing me that like, y'all just be believing whatever and it proves, and that, that goes for both sides. But you know, there's one thing that I would never understand why the fuck? We gotta be comparing the Holocaust to stuff. Why do we do this so often? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> say, I <laughs> mean, way too often. <laughs> like post George Floyd, pre George Floyd, people have always been doing this. And why the fuck do we do this? Yeah, we don't. We I don't understand. Be doing it. We definitely, we definitely shouldn't compare. It comes justice. up way too often, bro. Like I can't believe how many times people had to keep repeating themselves. Like the Holocaust is a singular event. Let's put this right there and let's keep it in the 1940s, right? And let's leave it right there. Let's leave it right there. Just the same thing we do with the people that be going into the Aryan gangs and shit. They all sick and demented. We shouldn't be having the same opinions or even close similar opinions as nobody in the Aryan gangs. Cause that's the same niggas that's in the I Klan.
2: That's
0: the same niggas that's gonna put on a sheet over their head to come burn across in your motherfucking yard, nigga. Exactly. Like that's, them them niggas don't fuck with you. Like, like, that's what I'm, that's why I never understood why Jewish people and black people and, and, and I know that like there we do have good relations, at least from what I, what I can see. But it's like, I never understood why we never came together because it's like, yo, them niggas don't fuck with y'all. They don't fuck with us. They don't fuck with the Asian people and they don't fuck with the Mexicans. So we might as well all get along and say, fuck them niggas, bro. That's like it's fair. like, and, but, that, but you know why they, and, but that goes back to my point of why they posted that part of the clip is so, because we're so close, we're the closest we ever been to unity so that we don't unify. So it's like Jewish people could be in the
1: back of their mind, like, "Well, damn, we fighting for these black people, but they don't give a fuck no about reason. us." Yeah,
0: like yeah. it's like they that's what
1: they the want. Podcast. And and you know what happened is now Nick Cannon is the voice for all niggas. You know what I mean? To them, uh-huh. and
0: that's why and that's, I made sure. That's show, crazy. That's why I made sure and I came out straight up. Like our platform does not tolerate that shit. We don't like we're not we're not for that shit at all. Now we could talk about how other people can get uh, how other people are, are, are handled with their suspensions and, and whatnot. We could talk about that, because like me and Doom talked about last week, we're not, we're not fucking with Dave Portnoy for saying the N-word. We talked about this. Yeah. We, we got to talk about Gilly in a little bit. But uh, no, man, it's like if, if you are racist of any kind of form, that shit cannot be tolerated at all. So to my brother, Jewish brothers and sisters, I want to let y'all know, black not Nick Cannon does not speak for all black people, like Doom said. Like that's not, that's not all black people. And Diddy and Revolt need to be ashamed of themselves, because like this nigga gotta show he's changed before we can come, you know, give him opportunity. Now, do I think second chances should happen? Yes, I do. I believe in second chances if someone can get educated and someone can show the air of their ways. I definitely believe in second chances. And but like I said he has to show that. And I'm not the one that can determine if he like, that's not, that's not me. Cause I'm not Jewish. You know what I mean? That that's gotta be the Jewish community that, 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 that says like, okay, we appreciate what you've done and, and, and and we, we forgive your apology. So that, that's something I, I just got to make that known. Cause I know that's something that the, the, the other side is going to say, Hey, look, these niggas don't give a fuck about y'all. That That's going to be the first yeah. argument. That's going to, how do, how, how's the thing where y'all say, uh, all lives can't matter till black lives matter. Well, y'all don't care about these other people that's getting uh discriminated against. So and that's something y'all we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be ourselves. Exactly. So that's something we gotta we gotta get out of there. But that's all the bullshit and the nonsense. So now we got some some happy stories and we can joke around. We got some wholesome content coming. Well, we got well, we got one more crazy story. We might as well, but this is jokes. This leads into the jokes. But after this, it's straight jokes from here. So Bro, Giselle. Giselle McClendon. What, what's her name? Just, just, just lean, uh, Whatever Epstein lady and, and madam name is. Yeah, assassins I are lie. after her, bro. The assassins. <laughs> Boy. How can I you, wouldn't be surprised bro. if she ended up uh, missing or they ended say- up... Dying of un, unforeseen circumstances, bro. That's what's gonna happen. Like, that's exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> she said she's ready to give up the names. If they keep her safe, then all hell gonna break loose because she got a lot of names to get on. Ain't nobody's keeping her safe, bro. The fact that the news put the assassins are trying to get in, they moving her from jail cell to jail cell. Y'all telling the assassins, everything? like, that's the yo, that seems like well, mean, to me. <laughs> I feel like they probably knew that already, anyways. They're like, yeah, boy. Her days is numbered.
1: So isn't that fishy? Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised they never hit us with the she contracted COVID. You know what I'm saying? They her. And then two weeks later, she magically did. Yeah, that's exactly what the headline gonna be. Oh yeah, no, seriously. She gonna die. That's what I thought was gonna happen, for sure. I'm surprised she made it this long, honestly. Yeah,
0: bro, like, look, I'm gonna be honest. Let's let's make a bet. Does she make it? This is why I said we're getting the jokes off. Does she make it till the end of August? <laughs> like, which y'all, end of August, I, what y'all got?
1: If she start name dropping. If if anything come out, like, if we see some some headlines... Like, she about, about to go...
0: Oh. Yeah, she about to go testify or something?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be done. <laughs> COVID I, about to be all over herself, bro. Does
0: she make it to August? <laughs> I think she makes it to August. I'm going to say, I don't see her going past Labor Day. <laughs> that, first, that, first, that first Monday in September, if she alive, I will be very shocked. Uh, All yeah. right. You want a bed of soda water? <laughs> we <laughs> can I bet, do that. I bet she make it to Halloween. Okay. I, I think that's when she gets spooky.
4: <laughs> yeah, it'll
1: get real spooky if she make it that long.
0: Hell yeah. Do what you got
1: Halloween, Labor Day or into August. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she make it that long. I think she make it just until the next little story happened or where the block not hot from and she gonna fall off. Yeah. I give it a couple months. Couple months, man. He said they gonna knock that shit off. Bro. Uh, bro, they will
0: not. They, bro. The, the, the people I didn't seen on that list ranges from fucking... The Clintons to Trump to Prince Harry or not Prince? Let me not put his name on the. Down. I'm sorry, that's no, not Prince Harry because Prince Harry Prince, is, Di- Prince is that's Williams. Diana, good that's right? that's Diana, good son who married that black lady. Not saying the other one not good, but uh, no, it's uh I think it's Prince Charles. Oh yeah, Prince Charles, Prince Charles. Yeah, Prince Charles, that old ass decrepit nigga. Yeah, no, yeah, he wild. I, I always <laughs> think it's Williams. He <laughs> found out that Epstein was a, was a rapist, and then just went stay with him the next day. He was like, yeah, like he was boy, like, it which, was convenient it was a, for me. A, convenient, yeah. my nigga. What? <laughs>
2: You want to reword that?
0: <laughs> and then everybody's saying, oh, no, Trump Trump! Trump! Uh, stopped being friends with him when he found out that he was a pedophile. No, that's not why Trump stopped being friends with him. Trump stopped being friends with him because that nigga outbid him on a property. Them niggas exactly. mad at each other about money. And they were still friends. Like, and Trump was broke. Trump was still broke. They just died. <laughs> like, the name I hope that's, that if, if she ended up telling, the name I hope never comes up because I'm going to be so mad at this nigga if he did this shit. Bro, they say Chris Tucker involved in that shit. Oh, I, I, I seen, seen that. That I would break. That, that would break my that. fucking heart, bro. Like, come on, Chris. You know better than that. Black people not. Black people not with yeah. that pedophile shit, nigga. You come on, dog. That's like nuts, bro. <laughs> I hope that's that not Chris Tucker in there, shit. I saw George Clooney. Like all the yeah, niggas got to go. Clooney and shit. Yeah. Yeah, they had some wild names in there. Like, now nah, I'm telling you, bro. They're gonna knock. They're gonna knock her. They're gonna knock her head clean off. Her oh body. yeah, there's too many people. Know, there's, there's too no many way. people. But see, that's my thing. It, the FBI and the CIA got to do better. Like, there's no way the CIA can hide all these other niggas, but can't hide her. They don't want to hide her. That's that's yeah, what you gotta. They, 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 no, they got. They, do. I say they got another you know, though, agenda.
1: It really get me is how like. These niggas, FBI, CIA, all these niggas, they can never figure it out, <laughs> but it takes 10 minutes for a random nigga on Twitter. for twi- Joe yo, on YouTube, I'm telling you, bro. Like, bro, I swear to god, I was seeing threads of niggas like breaking down the whole shit that happened with Wayfair on Twitter, <laughs> and I was like, damn, bro, how the fuck these niggas figured this shit out, bro? They done had the whole little system. Craig. Bro, that's how
0: that's how I'm watching the uh the fucking and that wayfair shit is disgusting. Them niggas like if that Crazy. shit is true, they, they need them to all of them niggas need to get arrested. But that's how I'm watching the HBO documentary they got on, like uh the one by the Golden State killer, the uh the EOS star or the one night stalker that Patton Oswald's wife did or whatever. But basically they got people that's not cops, that's not FBI, that literally go through all the case files, watch all the different stories, and they figure out who did the Like, this lady figured out who did the murder, and now they're reopening the case. How can this random lady who just makes crime podcasts figure out right. the fucking murder, but you right. cops and FBI niggas don't look? Like, what? Talking about it. Oh, cold case, close it. <laughs> no, y'all just, you just thing, lazy, niggas lazy. And that go back to my point about how it needs to stop being about these numbers and statistics and all this shit to meet quotas. No, nigga, solve the cases, like, right. I don't give a fuck about how many cases you got. It shouldn't be about, you got to solve this certain amount to get this amount of bonuses. No, nigga, to me, you shouldn't get no bonus if you got any cold cases, unless it's a true yeah. cold case. Right. And in this in this day and age with all the fucking technology, I don't wanna hear about you lost the, the, the chair went cold. No, nigga. They got cameras everywhere. Put dog, that shit on the microwave, nigga. Warm that shit up. Fuckers you talking That's about. That's, the fact, bro. Like there's no there's no way that they don't know who killed Epstein. And if this lady died, there's no way that they're not gonna know who killed just Lane. Like, right. like the FBI gotta stop playing with us like we like. I'm yeah. sorry, Todd Parents' generation, to our grandparents' generation. The niggas was stupid. <laughs>
2: like the not was just dumb. like not listening you're not, to
0: that bullshit. You're not dealing, like, come on, bro. How many documentaries we gotta watch to, to, to say, oh, they pulling the wool over our eyes once Like, nah, dog, that shit not flying no more. Y'all gotta be creative <laughs> to pull the wool over our eye. The only way the way you pull the wool over our eyes now is giving us some big celebrity nonsense, if it's true or if yeah. it's not. Because that right. Jada and Will entanglement shit came at the right time. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. how you, you you didn't talk with us about I that last about week. that? How, how you you, you watched the red? <laughs> I watched it. I watched it. Uh, this, you know, I mean, Will, Will had already known, obviously, <laughs> and whatever. I feel like this was more for Jada's viewers than anything else because <laughs> at, the way they was talking and the way that Will's voice never changed. Look, if Shorty tell me for the first time that she was in an entanglement with another nigga while we were on a break. Oh, no, no, I don't too. think that was the I don't think that was his first time he heard. Right. It. So I, I feel I, like that was just them talking about it for the people. See, me and, and Doom feel different because Doom feel that this all set up. It, <laughs> it is, is a set up. It is a It setup. is
1: A thousand percent, bro. I honestly believe that both of them, they knew the situation. Jada knew Will was fucking other bitches. <laughs> fucking uh, Will knew Jada had niggas. This shit just came out, and it caused a big stir. So they're like, all right, we're going to- Fuck, we got to get in front of this. Yeah. Yep, get on top of it. We might as well get some ratings and some streams out of it. So put that shit on the red table, and it went crazy. Now, that I I do
0: believe. Now, I do believe that, but I do feel that Will had a little pain in his voice when he was having to talk. Like, he didn't seem like he wanted to be there for that shit. I I, I I don't think that was- But there's no way I believe that was his first time hearing about all this. No, this was definitely cleanup.
1: for sure, like 1,000%. Well, Cardinal, Jada, it was like four years ago anyway. Yeah, exactly. So they, they had like work- Well, I mean, yeah. we knew it was past four years ago because that's all August been talking about for the last four fucking years. Yeah. That's a fact.
0: That go back to that BT red carpet where he was feeling all on her titty and everybody yeah. goes, why are he touching that on her titty? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, he bet, that's what niggas used to watch BT red carpet. That's how I know it been for fucking years. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, dude, never mind, we don't disagree because I do, I do agree that they both, that they, they've been knowing about this shit. I do agree with that. Yeah. Now, 1,000%. And I
5: don't Perfect.
1: even think it was like, because everybody made it seem like it was like, oh, Jada cheating on him. Like, I, I think, Exactly what August said that he had the blessing. Like, oh yeah, no, it was Will now, see, knew before anything ever happened. <laughs> you now know what see, saying? I before think any I don't think he
0: might. I don't think Will was like, yeah, you can go fuck my wife. I think it was just knowing that like we separated and we both dating. That's what I think it was. Well, I don't yeah. even think
1: it was that. Like, I think they were still together because how long has been we've been hearing about the little swinger rumors? Oh, for a long kid? time. Yeah, like they. I think they. do- Will everything. definitely got like, with Margot Robbie.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's how their relationship is. You know what I'm saying? That could be it's true. Just, too. They don't like that. That stigma. Know that. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like I don't think they like people knowing that. They're not gonna to come speculate. out to like, Yeah, we swing.
0: <laughs> I think but. I do agree with you, Doom. I think I think I'm with you 100. percent Now that we did talk this out, and I could, and we, and we got, I think I do agree with you because I think it's just Will was just like you got a stupid nigga that just go run his mouth, and now we got to mm-hmm. deal with this.
1: That's exactly we, don't That's what we don't see Marvel Robbie saying nothing. we don't see none of these other that. women. Like we'll keep his hose in check. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that pain you was hearing on the red table was like out of all the niggas you could have entangled with. It, it was, was this, big big. this dumbass. <laughs> this <nigga. laughs>
0: well, August, gotta be a Louisiana
1: nigga to go talk right. about his dick. <laughs> gotta, <right>. gotta be. <laughs> we, we just that be doing wild all right. shit, bro. August a damn shit for that shit. I ain't gonna lie though. If I was knocking off Jada, the niggas gotta <laughs> know about that. Niggas ah! gotta know about that, bro. So I can't even blame them. Bro. Look,
0: wait, let me see. All right, if we was if we was podding and I managed to knock someone head off, that's crazy. Like Kylie, yeah, I tell niggas. Jade, to. I tell you niggas. I say it on the pod, and niggas would say, "Damn, Lynn, you corny." I'd be like, "Yeah, nigga, but we we got this
1: content though." That's <laughs> a fact, bro
0: but fun. see I think it's different with a podcast than, than doing an interview where it's like oh yeah my album my mental health all of this yeah. like that like I would say it like yeah. a joke like we not gonna yeah he went back like yeah. yeah you know it goes back to Jada helping me with my mental health damn nigga you been telling me the same story about how she helped you with your mental health for the last six years yeah.
2: Facts, bro.
0: and then he would sit with Angela Yee
2: it's yeah. it's the way it
0: was all produced lights low like tell us your problems August like nah yeah, nigga
2: like, He <laughs> really yeah,
0: just tell you knock yeah, the bitch yeah. head off. That'd be fire. <laughs> Niggas
1: oh, would have respected that way more. <laughs> we way definitely would. No,
0: one thousand. Oh shit! All right, well let's get to some some New York hate because I know Brooklyn got a lot of New York hate oh, for this. Shit. Versus we got another Swiss Beats and Timberland versus Snoop Dogg versus DMX. I think Snoop Dogg gonna beat this nigga ass. <laughs> oh,
1: he gonna get him out of that quick.
0: Yeah. So, but Brooklyn, I know you got the smoke. What's up? Who you think winning? Snoop winning, but I think the top 10 songs are very interesting, but obviously- That's true. It is 20 songs. Yeah. DMX can't go 20 songs because of cocaine. So, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know, crack is when crack and cocaine are both, you know, hell of drugs. And, you know, it's just a shame that he came up in a time where the shit was hot. The block was hot. But them Scoop, first two albums. In it. But yeah, them first two albums, that's what I say his first the first ten songs it will be interesting, but after that, Snoop's gonna be blowing him out of the way. I don't know, I don't know if DMX like, got does DMX have anything that could go against beautiful? No.
4: <laughs> he never got nothing to go against sexual
0: uh what's that shit? That oh, shit that he sexual made, wait, wait,
1: seduction. Bro. That shit was a banger, bro. That sexual that
0: seduction.
2: Was was <laughs> yeah, no, no, he had banger, that shit. In goes, his mouth. Yo, he was
1: killing it in that music
2: video,
0: too. I was like, chill, Snoop. Sensual seduction. <laughs> nah, that's my
4: that
1: shit, bro. nigga killed that, bro. Yeah, DMX don't have nothing for that. He can't give it to you. I'm telling you, he can't give it to him. All right, wait, that let's see. Be in my top 10 songs all the time. Sensual That shit <laughs> is cold, bro. That shit is cold.
0: That shit fire, bro. I can't even hold you, bro. Does, does X have anything to beat nothing was a G thing? Nothing but a G thing. I don't know. Then, what about the next episode? Still Dre, but, but those are the, but those are Dre's, but they songs, count, think, you know? but they count. He wrote they them. Could, they could count, but Snoop got his own shit. all right, Gin and Juice. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, I don't think, I don't think he got like what's wait, his ex gonna give it to you, gotta be his top song, right? Yeah, I, I would say that's X biggest song, and then Party Up in His right after that. Let me let me go. It's better yet. Let's not look at Snoop catalog. Let me pull up DMX catalog. Right, that's, that's what I'm that's, like, We don't that's, need that's, to look up Snoop's, bro. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the You're shit right. that Snoop did with corrupt. The shit that Snoop did with Nate Dogg and Name. Let me say, like, I'm talking about like his first albums going up against X's first albums. DMX already got a got compilation up. of the best of. That's how you know it's like. Okay, so he got Weatherhood. That's that's fire. Yeah. Uh, what these bitches want from under you? That that shit fire. Damn. Uh, like you said, X gonna give it to you. Uh, what's my motherfucking name? That's, a, but that, but that could be beaten. I'm just saying the unbeatable ones are probably where the hood at, what these bitches want, X gonna give it to you. Uh, well, let's see. How's it going down? Is that unbeatable? No, nah. uh, I mean, that, that is beatable. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Get at me, dog. Unbeatable. Nah, that's probably oh. beatable. Rough yeah. Riders Anthem. Rough Riders Anthem is... That's, that's unbeatable. Aw, yeah, that's yeah. unbeatable. I love that's unbeatable. That's a classic, bro. Yeah, that's that, unbeatable, okay. bro. Uh, what about uh, <laughs> Party Up? You said Party Up. Is yeah, that party unbeatable? Up. Party Well, see, for well, Party Up. X do got 10 cool songs. That's party, the thing. That, no, that's what I'm saying. X has 10 songs. He doesn't have 20. Yeah, he don't have 20. For sure. So that's why he got a compilation because the cocaine money ran out, baby. You got to put that compilation out of your best songs and get some more money for the
2: track, yeah, baby. And,
0: and Snoop, got, Snoop got crazy hits, bro. Like, but, uh, Snoop, Snoop got the the Dre era, Snoop got the the, the, uh, the Neptunes era, Snoop got the Master Wait. P era. Like I'm looking at Snoop Dogg compilation. Beautiful, sensual seduction, uh, down for my niggas. Yeah, down for my niggas. That's, Hard, saying, bro. Like, that's unbeatable. That's still, unbeatable. Still a G thing count, in my opinion. Gin and juice, like gin and juice, me, count. gin and juice count. Gin and juice is unbeatable. Down for my niggas unbeatable. To me, beautiful, unbeautiful. Uh Still a G thing unbeatable. Uh just dipping. I don't know if that's unbeatable, but I'm giving Autumn Dre shit. Autumn Dre chronic shit unbeatable. Yeah, none. Snoop Dogg winning
1: this shit. Easy. Yeah, I mean and then okay. even uh Snoop, the one Snoop got songs outside of the twenty that would even be like not right, right. like, be able to beat me. That's what I saying,
0: like drop it like it's high, like all the pimps in yeah. the field. That's a hard right. ass exactly. song. That's
1: an unbeatable song. I don't care, bro.
0: You know, it, I, might, it
1: might be one of them songs we just heard it so much that don't really. But hit. that's hard to me, yeah. But that what that song did, bro. Now what you do? Unbeatable. And I know, I know, people
0: not gonna want him to play the R. Kelly shit because R. Kelly canceled. But if he played, that's that shit. That's that. Like you said, he don't even need Nah. That shit is hard. Like, if you think about it, going back to uh to to doggy style where he got like uh Jenna juice murder was the case. Uh, ain't no fun. Like, you yeah. don't even need, to, bro. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Come on, <laughs> come on no, no. You right. don't need R. Kelly, bro. Cause the, if the homies can't have none, look, it's self-explanatory. All
2: right, <laughs> no, no he don't no, need Kels. Right, bro. He don't need that nigga.
0: And then, can he play pimp? This, and he got the fifty cent feature, P.I.M.P. Like, nah, he can play all, come on, him, bro. Like, yeah, no, no, DMX losing. I don't even. Yeah, know DMX losing. losing. I think this is this this will help. Like I said, I'm going to say it again. I'm always going to say it. You know what oh, DMX should have went against 50. They both no. got two. No, that's but let But this is why I think it works better because DMX don't have 20 songs. Right. 50, 50 got Get Rich or Die trying and like 50 got 50 20. got 15? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, solid? 50, like him and DMX got 15-ish. Like I think that would have been a better battle for just the culture, it would have been better for Dmx. He could have possibly won that one. Fifty could have possibly won that one. I don't think Snoop Dogg is the person for either of them dudes to go against. Like for somebody, Sno- I don't even know who. To me, Snoop's an anomaly because he's not like the Jay Z, the Wayne's, the M's. But it Nobody, would be, it's not like to no scrub nigga. Yeah.
2: Cool. yeah.
0: Like, but uh, Snoop is like a unicorn. Like, you got to have a, a the the right amount of cool and hits to go with. Like, because I don't know, Snoop just bring Snoop- that. Snoop go from, from, from super gangster to super, super cool. Sexy.
2: Yeah, like, how you
0: how you go like like cause a lot of dudes can go from super gangster to super cool, but they can't go from super gangster to super cool to super sexy. Super it good. all works and there's, like there's I don't people know. like like uh like like uh, Ja Rule and, and uh, Fabulous that they were super cool and super sexy, but they could never make the I'm gangster. We never believed it. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't believe you.
3: I'm sorry, like when yeah, Fabulous says
0: gangster stuff. I don't know who Snoop could have won. Nigga, I ain't about that. Like, like, you know what I'm like, like, I think Jay Z and Wayne would both beat Snoop, but like, it'd be yeah. a harder batter than people would think. Like, right. Snoop Snoop got yeah, hits, sure. bro. Like, it's just, it's it's different. But like, you see, for Versus, though, what Versus' plan is, what they do for the artists, right? Oh, it's to boost their streams. Yeah. yeah and for DMX, who's oh, broke as a joke, him going up against Snoop Dogg is amazing because the amount of viewers that Snoop Dogg's going to bring, that's, that's enough coke money for the next year, oh, baby. Bro, DMX oh, clean now, bro. He a pastor. No, Brooklyn, don't do that. Don't do that. He's a, he's he a clean pastor. He clean. He, clean, he clean, bro. We're going to know in the verses. We're going to know in the verses. We're going to be able to see I'm be waiting. I'm be texting you. If like, you wrong, if you wrong, clean, man. if you wrong, I we, I gotta get an apology for you on the. When he starts shaking like he's doing a Harlem shake like Bow Wow right back in the day. I won't hear nothing. Dude, wait, he wait, like, this, uh. Dude, did you hear Brooklyn's story about Dmx? I don't think he was on the episode that week. No, nah, I didn't. Hear Brooklyn, it. tell this nigga what you know, bro. This shit. Doom, doom, doom. All right, so this nigga up from in the New York Bronx, City, right?
2: like growing
0: up in the Bronx. We went to high school in, uh, in, in the up, uptown Bronx. It was probably like five minutes from New Rochelle. And if you know, that's where DMX born and raised, New Rochelle, right? Yeah. So after he fell off a couple of times for a couple of comebacks, you know, Fat Joe and them try to bring him back, try to do like some reunion tours, little tours, whatever. And yeah. he couldn't stay clean. They dropped him. Probably my junior year, we were walking down, we were walking down the street just like McDonald's. Homeboy is outside, bro, dolo. Wandering, like he's not even walking straight. He's wandering, bro. It's mad hot. He got on like a long sleeve shirt, and they're like, "Yo, yo, yo, let's go take a picture with X." Do not cross the motherfucking street. What do you mean that nigga is not sober? He will knock your head clean off your shoulders. Brooklyn telling niggas not to go the street. These niggas did not go across the street because they started looking. They're like, "Yo, he's dead ass not. He looks like he's not there." I'm like, bro, if you fuck with him, he will knock your head off, bro. Like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if he was riding around solo, then yeah, he definitely yeah, wasn't really bro. right. Now. Walking around solo, not not riding. <laughs> walking, bro. You DMX and you walking around the Bronx, looking like a crackhead.
0: Yo, yeah, that's bro. That's, <laughs> that's why I don't believe these niggas when they be telling me he's sober. Because I'm like, I mean, that was 2010. All right, that was 2010. Maybe you know, 10 years past. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He, but, I, I'm, I'm gonna give X the benefit of the doubt. So this verse wasn't he supposed to be sober in 2015 when they was gonna go on going tour and they canceled the Rough Riders reunion tour for that? That's true when Autumn when Puffy was doing the reunion when So you was want there. me to believe that he still get he can't be sober, bro? Look, I get it. Drugs <laughs> gonna be the death of him. Look how old he look. Yeah, he looked bad too. He looked too bad to say he that age because everybody else that's that age around him look good from Jay to Swiss yeah, to so uh bad. to Autumn. Like, look at Wayne. Wayne look bad, bro. Like that's the Autumn that Damn, lean. Drugs, bro, bro. bro. Don't bad, get Doom started on that
1: one little dress. bro. I swear to God, this nigga need to just let that shit go, bro. That shit get me so
0: mad, bro. like when it's I like, see it. it's
1: hanging on barely at the scalp, bro. <laughs> That's like two little strings of hair holding the whole dread on. Oh, it looks like if you this. blow too hard on this nigga, shit, is dread gonna fall off, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, dog. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro,
2: that
1: shit is really holding no, on. When, like, I'm
0: such like a last fan, that should be hurting me. That's like my last five dollars before I get paid again, my nigga. That shit is holding right. on, my nigga. Right. Dead ass. <laughs> so that now we got Brooklyn got a DMX thing and Doom got a Wayne thing. we going to keep all these things. <laughs> <laughs> but Wayne do look bad, bro. It's just, that's not even a joke. That shit is true. <laughs> <laughs> is, hey, I didn't know that other people really thought that when they thought about his dread. Because like, I didn't know y'all from Louisiana. I wanted, you know, I wanted. Yeah, no, some saying it sounds like yo, Wayne look crazy, my nigga. But I ain't never <laughs> wanted to be the one to say. Like, and then I'm in the all booth. them different I'm colors from blonde to green, like nigga, no, <laughs> come yeah, on, bro. He
3: yeah, a Kanye breakdown and a Chris Brown breakdown, and you got all them
0: together. tattoos on your face. You got all like, no, nigga, you look crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> you do, bro. That's a th- that's another thing. Would y'all ever like? The more I'm seeing all these our favorite rappers age, the more it makes me not want to tattoo anywhere that seen because I don't want to be old and wrinkly and have that shit look crazy. Like, like I'm down to get a tattoo maybe on my back, maybe on my arm, maybe my chest, but nowhere that's like neck, I like the niggas crazy. Yeah. I think uh I think a lot of people because Wayne looks realize... like a Wayne look like a horror character, bro. Like yeah. you, really do. you do, bro. You do. <laughs> They're gonna realize that the next shit. And you know it's funny too? Most of the niggas with the neck tattoos and the face tattoos are the ones that did the heavy drugs. So it's probably a combination of both because do you know who I'm really scared to see age? Chris Brown.
2: <laughs> Chris Brown,
0: because Chris did, Chris did, did a lot drug of drugs. <laughs> yeah, a lot. He's already done the his and whole He neck did uppers and growth. downers. So his downers whole whole got. Look how Dante's Lil Wayne calf. looked from downers and then look how DMX looked from uppers. So Chris Brown is a mixture of them two. Chris gonna look so
6: crazy, my nigga.
0: And like, I'm just scared because I'm like, all he has at this point (laughs) is his youth. And he do need them reunion tours. <laughs> he going not <laughs> need them reunion tours, bro. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, like nigga, Chris, you going need that Chris shit. needs to go get all that shit removed to have like, oh, we're going to talk about this, this nigga. I'm not going to use him as like an example, but Chris needs to go get all that shit removed to be like Charlie Wilson and have all these little old comeback tours and be, the, be, the, be a person for the old people, man. Like, Chris needs to do that <laughs> and not end up like Smokey Rob... Bro, y'all heard that Smokey Robinson song, bro? bro first of all... Bro, hey- <laughs> <Chris>. <laughs> Who crazy. dug that up, bro? Who dug that that
1: up? nigga is nuts. Whoever <laughs> put that shit together need to be killed, bro. God,
0: for anybody who doesn't know, please go Google Smokey Robinson. What's the wait? What's the new song called, man? Wait, wait, wait. How that shit go? Hold uh-huh. on, I gotta. I that shit is. It's
2: crazy. called
1: gang banging. Gang banging. <laughs> that shit is crazy. It son, it blew my mind because I really thought that shit was like Fake. from the nineties. Yeah. I thought that it was, shit some was shit. like twenty fourteen. He made that. That Yo, shit was recent. The, the The quality of the video,
0: the lyrics, the people in the video, everything looks they like had a parody.
1: Post it up. On a graffiti wall with a big-ass hoodie on. Like Smokey Robinson was ever in the fucking hood <laughs> like, selling dope what you talking
2: about? He
1: had the crack in the
2: Scully,
0: What What you talking about,
1: dude? I had to crack
3: in the, 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 the Scully, bro. Rock, bro. He I I had the, lyrics. Lyrics. Yeah, yeah, bro. the big no. hoodie on. Like he Man. had the
1: he had the strap <laughs> underneath, bro. Doom, stop bro. playing. My boy
3: Smokey was gangbaby, bro. Wait. I gotta pull up the lyrics. Like
0: when I first saw the video, I swear to you. Like you said, I thought it was like some Saturday Night Live parody
4: (laughs) shit, my nigga. Wait, wait, wasting your time.
0: Drinking that wine. (laughs) Smoking that smoke. Doing that coke. Dealing. (sighs) Gang (laughs) bagging.
1: Bro, bro says, and th- th- this, you know, this is a song. I that wanted song, to kill bro. myself, bro. Mookie, Mookie Robinson is a fucking legend. Yeah. How did he make a song that bad? Like, take the lyrics out, take all that shit out, like, take the, the, the content of what it was about out. Just musically, that shit was horrible, bro. Horrible. If y'all don't understand why we laughing so
0: hard. Y'all gotta go listen to Smokey Robbins And gang banging. Oh my god! <laughs> y'all
1: yeah, ain't got no, to do my no, boy Robbie bro. like that. He was gang banging. No, that, that shit is, is, that he shit must is terrible.
0: gang bro. He was gangbanging banging. <laughs> with his three piece suit on back in the day. You gotta look up the videos He that. don't have no three piece suit on. That they got, they got <laughs> in a hoodie with fucking cornrows, bro. Looking fucking bro. crazy, like. That Speaking Pippin. of cornrows, wow. why all these old people getting cornrows? Somebody asked Pippin what he doing <laughs> no, with the cornrows. I can't talk about Scotty Pippen. I can't make no jokes about him. What is ESPN, going on, bro? Them ESPN niggas don't want to come on the pod because I be talking Listen. about some Scottie. But look, I'm going to say this. Scotty Pippin trying to look like Future. <laughs>
1: oh, Pippin,
0: Scotty Hendricks, I'm confused. I don't understand, bro. Like now, don't get me wrong, I've seen Smokey Robinson with Brace before. No, Smokey Robinson is wild for that. Whoever I've like never seen said, Pimpin with Brace before. Whoever let Smokey Robinson make that fucking song needs to get their ass beat. But no, Scotty Pippin trying to, you know, bring back the youth, man. He, he got a young wife. Like, good for Scotty, man. good. good Scottie. I, I guess.
3: Do your thing, baby. Do your thing. <laughs> Rejuvenation, <laughs> but listen, my boy Robbie
0: been gang banging. If you haven't heard it, gang banging. <laughs> and you can't just listen to the song, but like oh, you, yeah, yeah.
1: you gotta watch the video. You gotta watch the video. <laughs> you
0: got to. Oh shit! But speaking of music, we only got two. Well, no, we got we got three topics left. Uh, Which I thought of that Kid Cuddy Eminem song. I thought that's the best Kid Cuddy song I didn't heard in years. I think that's one of the best Eminem verses I didn't heard in years. The video fire, but the niggas are dissing Drake
1: but that shit is fire.
0: Maybe not him. I,
1: C- I didn't even catch the drip Cuddy, Cuddy drink Cuddy, Cudi definitely disengaged, Like for I sure, didn't for I sure. did the drink this but I, I really like the song, bro. I like that song I a like lot. OG Cuddy. And I like the fact that M wasn't doing that super rapidy rap shit. That's what
0: Brooklyn said. That's exactly what My Brooklyn name. said when you
1: went to the bathroom. Ah, yeah, <laughs> Like <laughs> that shit, it sound good, bro. The fact that he's not doing it.
0: the, the na yeah, na 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 Like bro. you can actually understand what the fuck he's saying. Right hey. Shout
1: out to him for the fuck, Drew Breeze line.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. mean, oh shit, all right, and, But see, if I'm weighing, I feel bad. Like, that that lean and that perp, that's Tunchi. Like, I don't want to be my name uh, associated with fucking well, cool. look, like that's- His t- face is associated with it, because look <laughs> at his face. Look at the dread, right? If he don't want to be associated, clean it up. Clean up the act. You right. <laughs> so if Toonchi feels some way, go to the barber shop.
1: Yeah, I said it. I <laughs> say it again, too. Shit I, you I'm thought curious that... to see What Wayne gonna look like When he finally let it go I know Cause he gonna like have to go ball soon bro I give him maybe a year or two max He gonna have Them shit's gonna just fall out It's gonna force him That nigga gonna turn his head Too quick on the pillow Them dreads going go. straight out bro He gonna have no more dreads Oh shit
0: He better yeah. hope that He don't have no more little babies That he put at his shit Cause that right, shit is bro.
1: gone
0: <laughs> Yeah none of the grandbabies They can't touch his hair they can't do but that. B, what you thought of the Kid Cudi uh, Eminem song? I, I liked it. It's it showing for sure that uh, Cuddy's starting to Cudi find back. his way back to the Cudi's finding his way back to the music, and I like that. And for for M, I, I don't. I'm 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 impressed, and also I'm questioning him. What made him not want to do the speed rap shit? Because there were several points where I heard him take a deep breath, and I was like, "Oh shit, here it comes." He probably he got kept, is the message. He kept it I think the same way. But I think that's because he didn't say fuck Donald Trump so many times in all them other songs and all his other shit, and he he think people maybe not understand him. This time you understand what he said from yeah. fuck Drew Brees to everything that's going on with uh, <laughs> uh not well, he didn't say Brianna Taylor, but she was involved in that. And I know people got upset at him for not saying it, but it rhymed better with the, the George Floyd and just his scheme right. and everything. But he was talking about the police brutality, he talked about defunding the police. He wanted everybody to understand his message, so he he did it slow. And I guess he thought uh, music to be murdered by. People didn't, you know, take that in enough. And I guess he got tired of being... I'm not going to say the comedian's name anymore because that nigga's a pedophile and send that nigga to jail. But I guess he got tired of that former comedian sketch that he would do. And he was like, I want people to take me seriously. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely rapping like this, they would definitely be like, they're either going to sweep the song under the rug and I didn't hear it, or they're going to be like, damn. that, and really, really not on that side that we think he on. Like, the no, funny thing not. is, bro, I swear, so... On the 107.9 Facebook, every time, when I was talking about Eminem and Nick Cannon beef and everybody was like, oh yeah, Eminem, that Eminem, that guy. Eminem, that nigga. Anytime Eminem drops something new, oh yeah, best rapper alive, best rapper alive. He dropped that new song and everybody was like, nah, fuck Eminem. He yeah. said, fuck you, like, nah, he's not the, and I really wanted to go comment, but I thought y'all was the same people that was saying go Eminem literally two weeks ago. That <laughs> like, bro. like, like what? Changed, bro, hypocrites, bro. Straight up, like the niggas be wild. Like that's that's something else I know. But shout out to Cuddy. Shout out to him. That song super hard. Yo, I gotta ask y'all before we get to our final topic, which is probably the most wholesome topic of the show. Did Tory Lanes shoot Meg or nah? Who shot Meg? Who shot Meg? Who shot Meg? Dude, who you think? Oh, go ahead. Be who you think shot him, bro. No, no, I was gonna say I think that if you know when 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 shit get crazy, you know what I'm saying? I feel like every now and then, oh who shot you segment? That just sounds so good. Who, oh, who shot,
2: shot you? <laughs> damn, who shot you
0: segment. It could be we need who, answers, baby. Who like, shot you? <laughs> she tried to clarify. It didn't and, give no answers. Uh, like a true woman. I must speak my mind. And all you did was leave me with more questions and answers. Thank you so much, Nastalia. <laughs> I am ready to open up my own private investigation now because I'm more confused than I was two, three days ago when we was laughing at uh, Troy Lane's 5'3". Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like like, everybody thought it was glass. Brooklyn said like a true woman. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's funny. Oh, women, you look, y'all get at him. His at is where Brooklyn at. <laughs> come, come through. Come through. <laughs> well, make sure you watch Smokey Robinson's video first before you come through, all right? Yeah. <laughs> don't smoke that smoke. You better come right. That's
1: a fact. Did Tory shoot Doom? Who shoots? Oh, shoot? Man, I don't know, man. This shit is crazy. I hope I Tory didn't shoot know. I still don't even fully understand what happened. Like, yeah, how did it either. even get to that? I we don't know. Turning up on the IG story, him and Kylie. Look, he Tory. was looking like was that like, hey, nigga. I was
0: like, "Yeah, go Tory."
1: I was like, "Yo, this nigga is having the hardest quarantine out of every been, everybody." But dude, we
0: be, we said that last week. We said out of anybody, I don't know if that was two weeks ago, but I don't know if one of y'all. I pretty sure it was Doom Brook. We, we might have been on that, but we've <laughs> been we've been saying it for yeah, a while. Now. Tory, <laughs> Tory stuck uh, like Tory's had the best rapper quarantine from uh, from quarantine radio to leaving the uh, label, getting his two new projects out, like. Tory been 20, going too year, and I hope he didn't shoot at. Me. I, like, I, there's no way in my mind I could believe he shot at Meg. Like, he had to be defending uh, Meg. Like, if if Tory shot at me. Meg, then all this work he done did just But twenty twenty would have been yeah. It'd been, it would have been all for nothing because honestly, all I keep thinking is somebody tried to attack the both of
1: them. Yeah, and because,
0: because he not really a gangster, and then when he let that thing go, <laughs> that thing went off in the wrong <laughs> direction. Like yeah. his arm,
1: his. arm. I could definitely see that happening. <laughs> that's what I think. That's I that's why I'm right.
0: ready to open up my own PI shit on this because I think it's something where they was getting attacked and Tori's Tori he was asked. trembling and he, when he shot. Have y'all seen his jump shot?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's he, <laughs>
0: he can't shoot no gun for me. Not <laughs> I see him shoot the basketball. Nah. Fuck that. <laughs> that nigga jumper is horrible. But yeah, no, <laughs> There's no way there's no way I'm believing that. It could have been them niggas that be robbing with Tory Bricks, because every time Tory right. Bricks go to a party, niggas be getting robbed. All of a, all of a sudden. Yo, I, I, I don't know how rich the kid married that girl. Like I I could never. She just and she's beautiful, but like they, these bitches I don't know, like, allegedly. Like, like Cardi B said. There's a lot of things that girls do behind the scenes. that They get drunken niggas about. and robbing them. Of these right. Right. damn women. She, she has to go to jail. It, but there's a lot of bitches out here that are doing it. That's that doing are like, yo, Cardi, it. keep that shit under wraps, bitch. What is you doing? Just <laughs> because you got to the bag don't mean that I'm done finessing these niggas. Yeah, facts. But let's get to the final wholesome topic. What y'all think the best fruit is? <laughs> I know everybody's going to be like, what? These niggas go from all this shit to they talking about it. what's, the, the, what's the best fruit? Yeah, that's how we go, that's how we come around here was the best fruit. I think, I think, uh, I don't want to say apples cause I feel like that's too generic, but I don't know, man. I think apples and grapes are the most consistent. The most flavorful is either a mango or a kiwi. I, that's how I think I'm gonna go with it. I think my favorite one is, is a man. I think my favorite fruit is a mango, but the most consistent is an apple and a grape because you got to wait for a mango to get ripe, to get that perfect sweetness. Cause if not, is sour on both sides. If it's overripe, it's, it's a little sweet and sour. If it's underripe, it's sour as hell. So I'm, I'm going with mango, but that's what I think I the best that. fruit is.
1: I respect that. which uh, you think it is? Shout out to the white girl audience, man. I'm gonna go with an avocado. No, most that's not a fruit, fruit. nigga! Huh? That is a fruit. Hold on, let me Google. Most versatile fruit, man. You can do so much with an avocado. That's the fruit that I eat the most.
0: Avocado's avocado is a fruit? fruit.
1: Avocado what?
0: is a fruit. As soon as he said Yo, white girl, I see to say avocado. It is a fruit because of that little seed. Doom, look you. Yeah, you, you learned me something what new today.
1: You that,
2: nigga,
0: that's Cold just fruit. that's just yeah, that's girl, just man. green
1: white butter, bro. White that shit girl, don't have man. no flavor. He said it's green butter. I'm dead, nigga. <laughs> 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 that don't have no flavor, like. Man, just... you could do so much with that shit, man. You make your avocado toast, man. You make some guacamole. Oh, oh hell no, man. he just said avocado toast. Yeah. he, he Yo, yo, that's it. We about dude to Doom on him his up. healthy
0: shit, bro. He, <laughs> he, just, he had iced coffee today. He bugging the fucking. All right, Doom. Give me <laughs> that's your why non. I say to my white girl audience. Man. Your non-savory fruit, because like that shit don't have no sweet. Like I'm talking pineapples, peaches, pears. Like nigga, ah, that, I, that'd man. be like you saying a fucking tomato.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato. tomatoes is lame I, I <laughs> them <tomatoes>. things suck <laughs> but I mean uh, yeah, avocado so, better than tomato but that shit just green butter that's all that I, is yeah, I, I'd probably go with pineapples.
0: I'm not mad at two, five, that two. pineapples are definitely fire but they do not belong on pizza nah yeah, yeah
1: said, okay. they don't
0: belong oh on you pizza. one of them niggas <laughs> you nasty nigga did you get pepperoni and pineapple your base nah ass? nah Nah. I get some chicken and pineapple baby it's good <laughs> alright I respect that yes, yeah, but, uh, I respect that as far as I guess I, I, I really fuck with kiwis. Kiwis low key hard, bro. And and peaches. Yeah. I, if I had to choose one, I'd probably pick the peach. Okay. For sure. So uh, mangoes, I guess because I'm Jamaican and we eat mangoes so damn much. Y'all eat it all the time. That yeah, the uh, and then the strings being caught in my mouth and shit like that. I gotta go do the floss thing and whatnot. I get that. I, that shit be pissing me the fuck off. Did I say so. plantains? Because I fuck with plantains heavy. But you gotta do the uh the right you know the 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 you acting style. like you acting like doom, doom now. Style. We talking mean? about sweets, man. We talking about <laughs> biting into something, nigga. I gotta cook that. <laughs> I, like I, can't eat that wrong. I can't eat that raw. I can't eat that raw, nigga. I'm talking about picking off the fruit. <laughs> all right, you right? You right? And I, I hey. got that doom for that, but shit, if he can say man, avocado, I'm saying
2: plantains.
3: I do and
0: plantains.
3: Don't get this, me wrong. I this, love this, me some so plantains, this.
0: but. As, as far as like, I'm talking about like that. You buy to that juice and you like, God! you got that juice dripping down your goddamn neck. That's why I'm going mango. But I do yeah. answer pineapple. Not a, that's that, that's good. a good one too. That's yeah, a grapefruit. But, but I'm with the peaches, kiwis, dog. Kiwis, kiwis, kiwis is good too, bro. I need to get on the peach game because I'm not heavy on it. I'm only on but, uh, the, the Yeah, bouquet. man. <laughs> 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 it's going a little too far. A little too, a little too much. you supposed <laughs> to be wholesome. And you had to bring it into an emoji. Like You had to take it into an emoji real quick. I hear you though. Know. I hear you though. No. And then wrong with that peach. Ain't nothing wrong with that
2: peach.
0: All right, but yeah, that's all we got this week, man. Uh Brooklyn, tell the people they can find you out on social media. You can find me at all social media at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes. Cause we are not trying to get sued. Uh Doom, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. At Lil Doom SJE,
1: Instagram and Twitter.
0: One hundred percent, y'all go follow my brothers and be sure y'all make sure y'all go watch that Smokey Robinson video and see both of them and a- let a- them know a- what look, you think. <laughs> if you follow Doom, you better be coming with that right shit because he will unfollow you yeah. fast as That's fuck,
1: y'all. They playing with
0: you, <laughs> Doom? Yo, I, that should that should have me rolling the other day, but I'm feeling <laughs> like he's right. Like I'm, I don't have time to be dealing with all these crazy ass people. But with that being said, let's get into this week's world premiere. Is a preview. Because his album's not out yet, I, I don't want to say the song name or the title, but his album, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be out that Friday. But here's a little snippet preview of from uh, Jalen Quinns with, uh, hold on, let me, I don't want to say the wrong thing, because that's how niggas be just, niggas just, I hate when niggas do that. And I don't want to be that nigga, but I think it's without help from you too, but I just want to make sure real quick. Uh, let's see, let's see. Doom, you know the name? Oh yeah, no, I got it. With no help from you, too, from Jalen Quinn. That's our world premiere for this week. And then after that, we're gonna get into the interview with Jalen Quinn, then the quick interview with Sarah Pierre, and then we're gonna close off the pod with Bros Who Ball. But I wanna thank my my brothers for uh, co-hosting with me on part one. But with that being said, let's get into the song from Jalen Quinn.
7: Little pieces with everything. Everything. <laughs>
0: Percent the world premiere, but y'all just heard a preview of the like that interlude off of with no help from you, too, by the legendary Jalen Quinn. And he is in the building, Jalen. How you doing, my brother? Damn, man, I'm on that dose right now. you feel the me? the dose, he's most interesting man in the world,
3: you know. I try to be
0: that's how you feel Not, But look, with an album like that, yeah, use a yeah. very interesting man, my brother. Yeah. I must say. Super, be... super proud of you from the last time we talked to dropping this. But a lot of stuff didn't happen from the last time we talked uh,
3: yes, to this. You started your own label. Yes, sir. Talk to me about it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people, I, I'm the face. So a lot of people think it's like solely my label. But I, I actually own like 25% of it. Okay. Split, split it in between uh, the homie T-Stees. He owns twenty five percent of the label, and we also have two managers, uh, Juddy, as we call them, and uh, Jake. You know what I'm saying. So it's us. It's us four. We started out. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Our first project, kind of the test of waters, was uh, Lead by Example. I dropped that last year. Yeah, you know EP. Yeah, right. Did the tape and did the show and shit. And uh, after that, that's when we started signing people. Uh, our first signee. Was LC son okay? Rapper, he, you know what I'm saying?
0: He, he on two tracks on the project, and that's something we're gonna talk about.
3: Yeah, man, He the best rapper ever.
0: Real, you th- wait. Uh, hold up, hold up, time out. I know, as an executive, you gotta say that, but I know damn well, and I could hear it when you. I there's one song I even wrote it down. I'm not gonna, I, I could pick up my phone and show you, but I even wrote it down what song this is because I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, no way. Jalen, Jalen came with huh? And LC Son might have ate on that first one. But you see on oh, Shuckin' and Jiving. I know what you're about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
3: can look. See, look, I wrote I wrote them bars down right,
0: right there. I was like, Shucking and Jiving. I even got all the bars right. I was like, nah, this nigga came correct. I that's know a, that's the crazy story think, right
3: there.
0: I know. And I wait, I we wait till we get to the song because I'm excited. But I know mm-hmm. just like with uh with uh Young Money, just like with TDE, just like with uh Griselda. I know you don't think that nigga go harder than you. You might- you no, might. He, he do. Oh, so you really like, so you like West Side Gun, how Gun be pushing Con-San Conway and Benny better than him, but he still think, you know, you know how Gun is. Gun Gun fuck with his, his, his homies, but, so you, you don't think you're yeah, a better not, rapper than at, him? Not at all?
3: I mean, there's nothing a better rapper than everybody. But, That's what I okay, yeah, yeah. You That's know what I'm saying? If you want to keep it a stack, I mean- He can the go. The only person I feel threatened by- Is him. It, is him, yeah. Really. Yo, LC right. son, man, we gotta get you
0: on here, man. You gotta come talk to me, man. I got, I gotta talk to you. Right here too. He working. My dog actually, he working
3: on this album right now. Yeah, so he
0: yeah. We are gonna have to yeah. link for that. So you yeah. got LC son. Is that the only artist you got on that on uh and in the label? It's called with no help from you
3: records, right? No, it's, it's no help records. No help no records. Help Excuse records. me. My my apologies. It's all good, brother. Uh, he only he the only other rapper, but we do have an artist. I mean, he, you know, he a DJ, but mm-hmm. he uh. K Booty, you know what I'm saying? But he he makes uh EDM. Oh, nice. Yeah, he, yeah, he, you know what I'm saying. We got him in that realm, but he drops songs too. He actually just dro- uh, dropped a song today called Smoke. Uh-oh. All right, what they a- can tell the people, hey, plug that shit. Tell the people they can get that. That's your label. We waiting. We waiting on it to uh, upload uh, everywhere else,
0: but right okay. now it's on SoundCloud. Real, y'all still go stream that K Booty and what's it called? Uh, Smoke S-H-M-O-K.
3: Smoke. Y'all go, ch- oh, y'all know, go say, check like, that out f-
0: from the No Help Records crew. I fuck with that, Jalen, and, and and there's a song on the album that I that I want to ask about just the motivation for that. But yeah, this, also, gotta, uh, be, this gotta be Nip inspired, huh? Because I know how much that his death impacted you, and I know how much yeah. you listened to Game from it.
3: I mean, you already know, bro. From the last conversation we had, uh, we uh, I Nip that was. One of my driving forces with, with being, I used to really depend on currency and his guidance, you know what I'm saying? Watching all his interviews and stuff like that. But just the game and the information that provided, you know what I mean? That really helped me kind of find out who I was musically and, you know what I'm saying, maneuver how I do, you know? For no, sure. 100%. The, yeah, I mean, you could say it was. I, I I had these plans already, but he definitely inspired the uh the pace and in, in which it happened. You know what I mean? One
0: hundred percent. And and I'm gonna touch on that because there's a specific song on the album that I want to touch on that for. But let's start off the let's start off the question, man. So why the name with no help from you too? Why why'd you name it that? Just to to continue to see have your legendary tape series or or just give me the give me the, the thoughts behind the name honestly bro the
3: first tape I thought about making a sequel to was gas oh but okay. going going back and listening to it is like just some 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 tape just got to be one you know what I'm saying 100 and listening to with no help from you that was like gas was like me I don't wanna keep referring to that term but testing the waters I'll just say that again you know what I'm saying yeah that was me like Everybody kind of knew me from rapping, but they knew me by a different name around here. And uh, whenever I dropped gas, it was like, all right, I'm not playing with this shit no more. I'm evolved. I'm, I'm I, I Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm evolved. There's my sound, my name different. You know what I mean? I'm different. So I'm about to show you how different I am. So that's what gas was. And then making, with no help from you too, I actually wanted to show growth from gas to that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. though that was my second project, I just, you know, gas was, hey, look at me. And, you know, No Help One was, uh, this is why I want you to look at me. Yeah, I'm here, I've arrived. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100.
0: We made so, it, oh no, not to cut you off, finish up my brother. Right.
3: Uh, I was just saying, man, so, uh, you know, fast forward, uh, coming out with the label, is, I feel like there was really no uh better choice then like. to, you know what I'm saying? No, that's 100%. Nigga was still dropping EPs, but as far as like an album, I feel like the next album should have been that. Just because, I mean, it's like the play on words, how With No Help From You 2 has the record label name in yep. the title. You know what I mean? So there's that. As, All, that's also, the, it could be With No Help From You 2, like to, you yeah, as well. Also, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's nah, another I concept that. I thought about. You know what I mean, but it's just it just felt right doing it. You know what I mean. Especially no, one hundred percent. Everything, nigga, went through from then to now on the growth. Just like you said, you know,
0: just another another step of I could I I look at like what you do, what I do, yeah, everything in life really is like a you know them video games where you collect skills and you level up and then like you evolve your character, whatever. It's like that. So this is the exactly. new evolution in Jalen Quinn. So do exactly. you consider this and I heard you say it cuz I don't want to call it the wrong thing cuz I know how artists are about naming their projects. Is this a mixtape this is an album? You consider this an album, right? An album for sure. Okay, for sure. 100. Just want to make sure going forward that I don't name it the wrong way. All right, so let's jump in. I'm just pulling up my phone for the track I got my uh I got my uh com- computer for the questions just real quick got cuz I don't want to mess up no no title no song name we're gonna get everything a1 day one so the f- the first song with no help from you that's just that's a skit starting off the project i want to jump yeah. into midnight marauders so yeah. are you a tribe fan with the name of midnight marauders what, what made you name the song
3: that's, that That's one of my favorite albums hell yeah and like I, my bad bro I, oh no
0: i was just i was just saying how, how how did they how did they affect your rapping and like what, what uh were they one of your favorite groups just Talk to me about your love for, for Tip
3: and Fife. All right, man. So you know the song, uh, I think it's 8 million stories. Yeah. Off of that album. Man, so I, I sampled that song for me, fading, and Chris's song on the first joint. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. And uh honestly, bro, when I wrote the song and I had the hook, you know what I'm saying? Uh what I said, uh, I might take on past problems. And you know, you know what I'm saying. Turn yeah. into a song, drop the bitch at midnight. That just that midnight, kind midnight of marauders. Out to me, and I just automatically just thought about about that about that title for sure, one hundred percent. So in that in
0: Midnight Marauders, you say how you ain't got time for other shit because you're chasing the dream and the money. How do you deal with doubt or, and not necessarily doubt, rather, how do you deal with being patient and waiting on your time? Until waiting for that moment for when you glow, because every creative, myself included, I went through this recently, just the doubt. And it's not, it's not doubting yourself or doubting your ability or doubting the craft. It's just dealing with that patience and having that virtue of yeah. what's mine will always be for me.
3: And I'm working hard. I just gotta wait for that moment for when all the stars align. I mean, shit. Honestly, bro, I'm still antsy. and I'm still like, I don't, I don't be doubtful. I don't really have a lot of doubtful thoughts anymore. That's the wrong word. I'm definitely, nah, no, no, I, I I know what you mean though, for sure. I just, uh, like definitely, I'm more impatient than anything. But with, with, but with that impatience, I'll just like, I'll just put that in, back in my craft, you know what I mean? Just kind of like, I didn't got into the habit of making a song or two a week, mm. you know what I mean? I've been doing that since the album uh, was finished. The album was done. I finished that bitch in February, so I just been making songs from February to now, just kind of like preparing myself so I don't have to rush to do the next thing, just so I could be ready, and that within itself gonna kind of ensure, you know, a nigga spot. Yeah. I'm not, I ain't really been doubtful. I was doubtful around guys, around them times, you know what I, was I mean? just impatient. Yeah, now I'm just, I'm just ready for this shit to happen and got your clips loaded, ready to go. That's it, bro, but like, the difference between now, that now it's it's not like discouraging me, me being so impatient, cause you know back then, when you, so even whenever you were a kid, you you think something ain't gonna never come, like Christmas. You know Christmas coming, for a fact. Even if you in January, you know Christmas (laughs) gonna come in December. Exactly. It just, you so fucking ready for it to happen, they they feel like it's never gonna come. You know what I mean? Bro, I swear, that's my biggest
0: flaw as like, as a creator, as a human, it's just my impatience. It's like, like Mm -hmm. you said, I know, I know it's coming. It's Mm -hmm. just that weight of when it's gonna come and then that gets into Mm -hmm. something we're gonna talk about later on, but just Mm -hmm. the other voices of family, girl, Mm -hmm. friends, when when it's gonna happen. happen. Yeah, right, real rap. No one thousand percent that's something that, that i that i know that you deal with as a creator so that's yeah. i'm glad i'm glad to hear that the doubts not there but you just you got your clip ready for when when the yeah. time come hell yeah so just yeah preparation bro that's it at this point oh what, what's was the they got a perfect nip line for that when preparation meets uh Fuck, you know what I'm talking. When up, uh, isn't it when preparation meets practice or something? How about being ready for when your time comes? Damn, Nip, Birdie, Birdie, I know you watching this. Let us know on Twitter what that line is, man. Because I, I know, I know that's a line. But man, who who's qualified, bro? Because because I use
3: calling niggas out. Like, who
0: is qualified? Oh, nah, who is nah, not? Shit, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah, fuck,
2: fuck,
3: if you ain't, you know what I'm saying. No help. I'm talking. I'm talking to everybody. You know, oh, yeah, I mean, fuck. I know people don't... Obviously, people ain't going to agree. You know what I mean? Like, people going to hear this like, fuck, man, what you mean? I'm qualified. (laughs) That's cool. I want you to show me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like... If you feel different than what I said, then prove me wrong. Show me
2: what's up, yeah. Yeah, show me what's up.
3: I I, I got a question
0: that I've been asking all rappers, and it's something that I'm putting together. I still... I think I'm going to drive... I think I'm going to get everything ready by the end of July. It's going to be... Because I got to figure out how to... To get all the, the sound shit right, but would you do a versus against another rapper of yes okay? Oh, <laughs> that's all you're not ducking no smoke.
3: No, man. I got come on, man. It's
0: me. Uh, all right. <laughs> and and that's that Go back to who qualified. Hell yeah. It so so we're gonna we're gonna man. we we definitely gonna set that up. The next yeah. song that we got on here after qualified is, is franchise boys. Talk to me a little bit about the creation of that song. And did you make because they say Jalen on the track for some of the ones you made? How many songs did you make on this project?
3: Uh, there's twelve tracks, two skits. That means there's ten songs. I think I made. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look. Without, I might. I might have to go to my phone. Because I know you didn't like,
0: make eleven. That's the one that T. Steve's made. That's the. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what this
3: to call this. Yeah. If it, if it, uh, if it, if it wasn't him, it was me that made it. For okay, sure. real. So uh,
0: did you put your tag? Yo, you about to let me know, because I was about to say, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't remember hearing many t stees tags
3: under, except for that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to tell you right now, brother. Uh, all right, so I made, I made, I, I produced Midnight Marauders, qualified franchise boys. You want me to, you want me to go yeah, on? Go uh, yeah, go through, yeah, go through all of them. All right, I, I produced, those three I just named, I produced Can't Get Enough, Shucking and Jiving, and uh, Steve's produced Pushing Man like that. What I'm in it for, uh, I don't know what the call is, and yeah. uh, watch it back. He produced those. How is it before before we get into the talk about
0: franchise because I think it's interesting and I think this works very well for the fact that you have a label now you're producing, and as well as having Steve produce who, who owns the label with you, how okay, is Booty it actually <laughs> produces too, bro? And, and LC, so yeah, we so, got four producers. Even even better. How does that feel that you don't have to go out of? I mean, you can go out of house, but it's it's everything can be in house. All the money is, is generating through the through the uh label. No mm-hmm. no money going anywhere anywhere out. It's all staying with you and your crew. How does that feel having that ability to go say Man. hey Tst's I need a beat.
3: Hey LC I need a beat. It's perfect, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's a perfect situation because yeah, we work together. We a team, but we also friends. And we also all hang out with each other too. So it's never like no extra, uh, what's the word? Tension. Tension. Yeah. It's an accident of anything. Everybody, everybody interact with each other. There's no need for me. Like, yo, Jalen, can you ask so and so if they can do this for me? There's none of that. We one day, ass. Yeah, that's that's it, bro. There's no there's no awkwardness. Every, we've all worked with each other individually and together. So it's perfect, bro. It's a situation, man. I, I'm honestly, I've never been a part of something more progressive. You know what I mean? Like honestly, how does so, it? And and that's I think that's a good place for
0: us to segue a little bit. How does it feel? Because they always say, and and I, actually, you talk about this uh, yourself in in the outro. And I don't want to step on one of my questions, but just being around like-minded people, like-minded individuals chasing the same goal as you. How how does that feel? And to me, I get the sense of when when I'm with my crew and everything, and we working on this, it just feels like I got my army behind me, and we Man, all that's fighting exactly this one. I
3: feel, bro, I don't. The best thing about working with like minded people is that you ain't got to dumb nothing down, and you ain't got to shoot codes. And that's you can like be honest, yeah. Be brutally not brutally honest, but you're not you not afraid. You you're not afraid to push. Your, your brother, you know what I mean? Yeah, Whenever you're around mind. like-minded people because if you're around somebody that ain't on the same same wavelength as you, you might have to hold back some words. You might have to sugarcoat what you say so you don't hurt them. But yep. if, we all, if we all on the same tip, I should be able to tell you that you fucking up if you fucking up. And you, you should be able to take that and, you know what I'm saying, same thing with me. One of my teammates should, should be able to tell me that I'm fucking up when I'm fucking up. And it, wouldn't, it ain't gonna be nothing more than that, you know. We're gonna assess the problem and, and gonna figure it. it out. Yeah, yeah. and that's that it. and that works beautiful
0: because y'all all got each other's best interests out there, and, yeah. and that's something everybody knows. Now I fuck that's with it. that. Hell yeah! yeah. So uh, just talk to me a little bit about the vibe of uh, franchise boys. Just what, what made you name the song? and Just hype the creation process.
3: Uh, franchise boys is not as much about default, not default, yeah. them, them franchise, franchise boys, boys. yeah. yeah. It ain't a much, it ain't as much about them as what people might think it is. It's actually about us. You know what I mean? It's, it's really like a a, a song kind of like celebrating the label. Celebrating and, the team. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it got a real high energy. It's one of my favorite beats that I made on there. And just that's one of them songs that I'm I'm really having fun on. So naturally that's what I kinda lean towards for making it the uh the single, you know. Now
0: that I know that you made that beat, that might be my favorite beat that you made on the on the project. Cause they, like you said it's real high energy and you can tell that you're having fun. And I think that really translates to the listeners when they hear it in the in the uh in the headphones or in their car or their speaker. The next yeah. one, this one is hard as hell. Push a man. I like this one with yeah, you, man. LC Sun and uh cold Dope. What made yeah, you choose man. uh cold Dope and LC Sun? Uh
3: cold Dope, man. That's my dog, bro. I, I got so much to say about that dude, but if I do, I'm gonna talk about this other shit we're working on. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep that on the top. Oh, y'all working on let me just say a watch the thrones type situation. Uh I'm all, all, all I'm gonna say is, bro, business is booming, bro. That's all, <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah, I hope uh, I hope we are can do some something in person to get both y'all sitting down so we can talk about that if not yeah, we're going to yeah. get both y'all on zoom we just going to figure something yeah. we got we got to talk about that cuz i got to say when y'all put out music together that shit always
3: go yeah man it's, yeah bro This uh is there's crazy cuz man, our styles are so different they are but uh, we but we really we coexist super well super well on a song man and i don't know he had he hadn't been on a on a project with me since uh, I've been ducked off, and I was 2018. For so yeah. I kind of just felt like it was only right, you know. And with L, if I'm gonna be honest with you, bro, L was with me like that day that we finished that song. We probably that day itself we probably finished everything and like every song that needed to be finished on the album that day. Like we was, me and l's was probably like in the in the shed like. Six hours, just making sure everything was straight. Riding,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: and uh, Pushing Man was actually the last song that I recorded for the album. Okay. So, so whenever uh, I finished writing my verse, I'm burnt out on words, and I really couldn't think of a hook. So I got my dog to get on the hook. You know what I mean? See, and that's how I came. I came up with that Curtis Mayfield shit while he was while he was doing his thing. And that
0: go back to what we was talking about, having your team, having your army lift you up for when mm-hmm. when when you got to need someone to come in and, and, and do that battle with you. No, man, I, I swear when you and up Link, it sounds like, and I know people could be like, nah, these people's styles go together. But when you really think about it, these styles don't really go together. Y'all remind me of like when Wiz and Currency Link, like they don't necessarily, yeah, they both smoke weed, but that's, they sound like two different artists. And, and you, when yeah. y'all come together, y'all have that 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 uh, synchronicity, that chemistry, yeah. kind of like a Goten and Trunks situation. And when y'all fuse, yeah, y'all get Gotenks. Now I fuck with that. Now right. that I know you're on the anime wave, I can make some of them reference. And we're going to mm. get to that. we going to get to that in a little bit, a little later. Yeah, but uh,
2: right. <laughs>
0: okay. so uh, who's Tyson and why the choice of him on the next song? That song is, let me get the name, Can't Get Enough. Tyson,
3: that's uh, one half of the winners. I don't know if you heard of them, but they're, yeah. they're uh, I definitely yeah. heard of the winners. Yeah, Isn't it one it of it them it. from
0: New Ibear? I'm pretty sure one of them played back played was a
3: hooper. Yeah, you talk you're probably talking about Rico.
0: Yeah, I am. Okay. See, Rico, I need to link with him because low-key, he don't know that me and him played basketball against each other. I was a freshman when he was a I think a senior or a junior, and we, we used to hoop, we beat their ass,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, you gotta go
0: <laughs> had to slide no. that in there,
3: <laughs> man. Uh Rico Rico was on the song with me, and uh, on the uh, I've been ducked off. Okay, he was on, uh, he was on that smooth joint. That uh, what that shit called? One of one. Okay, he was on that song with me, right? And I wanted him on this song as well with Tyson. I wanted both of them on there, but the fucking coronavirus got crazy. Snapping, yeah, I couldn't get to the studio, so it's just it's me and Tyson. Where well, Tyson is doing more than enough, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like that shit was hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rico being on that bitch just would have been a bonus. You know? <laughs> it, that, it, it just would have made something perfect more perfect. Perfect. But, yeah. Yeah. But my nigga Tyson held it down, man. And he uh that's that's another thing. Like he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be on a song on uh Lee by example. It, it, was, it was gonna be me, him, and Chris. Okay. But some shit happened and I lost the song. To to say the least, I'll just say that I lost it, and uh, you know he, it didn't happen, and I think what there's like three projects that dropped between Lead by Example and this joint, so just thinking about who I wanted on there, like it only you know, was right. It was only right. You see, and, and isn't that crazy how like
0: timing work? And that goes back to our conversation about patience. You just some things, some things, the timing just don't right. But when you patient what's for you, will always be for you, and it always turn out right. I, I yes. believe in that. So, and, and that, and that goes back to goes back to that point right there. The next yeah, one man. we got is what spark the vibe, like that, I, I look, man. I I was shocked hearing you sing it, but I think it worked. It worked real well. That that shit is hard,
3: man. Uh, like that, bro. Uh, so like that, T. stees made that, man. Uh. He sent me the beat. I fell in love with it instantly, but it was faster, and it was okay. a, uh, it was it was a, uh, like I made the song and I'm actually rapping fast on it. Like that's like that's that's what it is. That's why I sound. That's how. That's why I got the flow. Like how I got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like. I'm glad y'all slowed that down.
2: Yeah. Right.
3: Right. It Everybody works so was, well. I sent that. I, I sent that to the group man. And like some songs, some songs that I be making. Uh, sometimes I I slow it down myself just to see how it sounds, just like personal shit. Mm-hmm. And whenever I did that, cause I, I felt like I should, you know, to do that with with like that. So I did that with that song, and I sent it to Steve's just to show him, like you know, yeah, like what I up. did. And he said, man, that's that's harder than what what you what you originally did. So I kept it like that, kept Everybody it like that on the label setting. And you know what I'm saying? So. Look, the the the, the uh, audience
0: heard that before we started this. And that that's, it, it's either this one or the next one we're going to talk about. That's my favorite song. And I really fuck with that. And it was just like, man, Jalen and his
3: vibe. Okay, I see. Yeah, he we got bro. another little bag he could tap into. That you shit worked It was kind of strategic. You know, it was uh, uh, Cootie, Cootie, uh, you know, he made the video. He made the promo video. Okay. And I left it up to him. I left it up to him to choose what song he wanted to make a promo video for. So and it, whenever, he chose that one. He chose the right one. Cootie you know,
0: got a good ear, man. See, you know, know. he knows
3: that, that shit is hard. Whenever, so, uh, my bad, bro. I, I, oh I, no, I was go gonna ahead. Say, I was just gonna say, uh, I'm glad that we did go with that one, cause that's the that's the that's a dead smack middle of the album, and the only other song that everybody heard was Franchise Boy. So. I don't really give a lot of insight. I'm saying, like, I never leak, you know? Yeah, a you want people to be surprised. People. I want people to be surprised. I want people, whenever they heard the uh, the interlude, I like them to think that that's how all the songs sound, so I could, you know, surprise them. Yeah. You know? So, and, yeah, Get them, bro. get, get their mind right. And I, I just people think that shows them. people you're
0: more versatile than some, may, like, some people may think, oh, he's just a lyricist, oh, he's a chill rapper, but it's like, nah, I could turn up, and I could give you these melodies, so I think I think that works in diversifying d- diversifying your bag. I want to ask you: uh, this is one of the only songs that's two minutes, and I've been asking artists this from about the end of twenty nineteen, middle twenty nineteen to now. I, I gotta ask everybody. And you, show You got a couple songs that's two minutes. You got a couple songs that's three, but you then you got the five minutes and four minutes. So is it? conscious when you choose how long a song is, or do you just let it go as
3: long as it's supposed to, being yeah. that we're in
0: this streaming era with everybody having such short attention
3: spans? No, I, I never think about how long the song is, bro. I just rap till I'm done.
0: Yeah, you just, what, how, uh, as long as it needs to be, as long as a rope, mm-hmm. th- as long as yeah. that rope needs to be. No, I fuck with that. Because some mm-hmm. people say they try to do it a certain length, some people do this and
3: that. Man, let the song be what the song gonna be. Uh, my my best, my one of my favorite things... Took like well, i ain't gonna say favorite things, but like, I don't like going in anything with intentions. You know what I mean? I just, I just go one hundred. I, I think that works. And we, we, I like, I like to base my thoughts and my feelings off the end result before, like, rather than how I even like, going what in what with I'm expectations. Into. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because when so, you're going with expectations, man, shit, and and it don't meet that, then you feel like you failed. Exactly. Even whenever you don't do, you, even when you really ain't do nothing wrong at all, you still might feel like you feel. No, 1,000%. You know, uh, yeah, with expectations. Shit, shit, shit. So I got to get them like this.
0: I got them thinking I'm baked, but it's just bread on my mind. Straight bars. You hit them with that on shucking and jiving. Bars galore. It's you, Divine Hippie, LC, son. This is where I was like, all right. LC Sun came hard on that first one. But Jalen said, I'm not about to let you niggas out wrap me on this one. Fuck that. Sorry, that's literally, that's
7: literally how it was. That's literally <laughs> how it was, bro.
3: Man, uh sucking the driving, that was the very first song that we made for No Help 2. That was a very that was a song that I made and I was like, all right, this is gonna go on the album. Cause I made I made that song like when, I, when we made that song, like August. Like yeah, August last year. Okay. Yeah, that's we, that old, real. Yeah, yeah, that bitch old, bro. Uh, we fucking even when our like the fin- even when the song was finished, Divine asked me because we had a couple of shows between uh, then and now, mm-hmm. and uh, Divine asked me a couple of times if we were performing performing that bitch that night. I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, we, we gotta, holding that. Yeah, we holding. How, yeah. how is that as an artist with the when you make a
0: song and you and you gotta. I'ma hold this one back. Uh, how is that process of choosing what to hold back, what to rewrite, do revisions? Because do you treat it like a, a, kind of how you used to treat papers in school, where you got a rough draft, you got to revise, and then put the final product out? But like how does that how does that process work? And choosing when to pull the trigger, when not
3: to, and when yeah, to clean man. up the gun. Yes, man. This album was definitely this album in its entirety, man. Not even just just shucking and jiving. But this album in this entirety was really, really hard to to hold on to, because I've been, like I said, nigga been done with this album since February. Like, so I just really just been working on other shit this whole time, but having that album and listening to it every day, like in the gym and you know what I'm saying, shit like that on my downtime, I'm just like, man, I could could drop this motherfucker right now, you know? And uh, same thing with shucking and jiving. It was just, I had to almost fight my not drop it for like the rest of 2019, because whenever we made it, it was just a cut above, like when we made it, me and uh, LC, actually, I was working on uh, Nights in the Shed whenever we made that song. Okay. We was was like in the midst of working on, on that project, and whenever we made that song, that song was like so fucking random, we just hooked up one day all the homies, and we was just like, man, y'all want to make a song? Made the song, and it came out way colder than than what any of us expected. And there was a cut above anything that I was working on for Nights in the Shed. So I had already had like an idea of an album in my mind already. And before I even knew about the title, before I decided it was going to be a part two to no help. Uh, it was like, I that's got to do- be on there. I just knew it was this had to be a part of something way greater than what I'm working on right now. And I'm you
0: know? glad you made that decision because man, that song is fucking hard. Shout out to yeah. LC, shout out to the D- uh Divine, everybody yeah, a, But I gotta no, I say you... story
3: right quick. Oh, go mind. ahead. Cause I was about to say you brought out the claws for that one. Yeah, man. Fucking uh we like I said, it was it wasn't random because we had all linked up plotting on some other shit, you know what I mean? And we just ended up making a song just based off of the vibe. And uh, that was the first song that me and L got on together, or the first noted uh, noted song. For real? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was. And that, that was makes even more special. Yeah. That's that's what I ain't gonna say. That's what made me like sign them or suggest signing them to the label. But definitely what made us like spend more time around each other and working with each other more. You know, it was uh, like at that point, like Wolves noticed Wolves. It was like your antennas was up. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, bro. You got you to gotta, you gotta, be around. You got to stay around. <laughs> yeah. So, but whenever he L did his thing, you know what I'm saying? We all wrote our verses. I think with the exception of Divine, Divine Mata went home with his verse and came back with it. But I know L wrote his shit on the spot and I wrote my shit on the spot. And L laid his shit down first, bro. And I felt played. <laughs> I felt like, how y'all gonna do me on my song? That's how I felt, you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Divine came back and he did his thing. So whenever I'm, I'm like, nah.
2: You gotta rewrite I this.
3: Yeah, nah, nah, I walked away from them. And I I'll come back to talk, it's like, oh yeah, I'm going hard, I'm about to kill this shit. That's the whole time I'll come back and say something. But I respect I the honesty to.
0: because rappers be lying about that man, and I know that happens more times than they want to admit. When you got a group song and it's your song, and then the other some some other people go hard and they don't ever want to admit they rewrote their verse. But I respect man, you for admitting because like nah, bro, we gotta come correct. This is this is all all gladiators. Man. Y'all all got
3: y'all swords, and I'm not about to let you out man. eat me on my man. shit, bro. You gotta man, you gotta ask anybody, bro. You gotta ask Fed, Chrisa, Cole. I'm not about to let you wash me on the song. You my dog, I love you. You my brother, that's cool. I fuck with you, my friend. But I, I'm not going to let you wash me on the song. You gotta come with it. Hell Cause yeah. I'm not holding back. No, I'm I fuck about, with that. I will wash you. That's how I feel. You might, nah. you know what I'm saying? I'm not, not in no disrespectful way. You know what I mean? I will it's competition. You, it's just friendly competition. It's like, yes, we, sure. it's like when we, it's like when you hooping. Nigga, I'm about That's to it. get 20. I'm about, like, I'm I'm about, about to... to smash right quick, man. Hell yeah. Now about to take that from me. You can yeah. even still ride home from the court with me. Yeah, but no, I want you to you know that I smash, though. No, you know? for sure. Like, you're going to about... get your 20, but I'm going to get my
0: 20, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to get my 21. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. No, fucking right. I feel that. All right, the next track we got, this one is, let me pull it up. This one we got, okay, so it's what I'm in it for. And then yeah. I, so you said mama punch you in your chest told you, you think uh, think for yourself and stop following behind them niggas not about their wealth what, what was real. that like when did that happen was that recently and just just talk to me about the about
3: that line uh i mean said my mom's is like 5'3" five, 5'4" five, so having two boys you know what i'm saying there's a point where they get bigger than you yeah, and my mama stopped whooping and she started, you know. Started f- no,
0: my mom told me the same thing. She was like, "Yo, that's too big
3: to get a whip, and I'ma punch the shit out your the, ass." The the punches in the chest plate, you know what I mean? But my mom, my mom was always on that shit, on that tip. Like, uh, you know, don't hang around, don't hang around no fools cause that's just gonna make you a fool. Yeah. You know, like, if you're gonna hang around somebody, hang around some influential people, some people that's gonna make you want to do something, gonna, especially gonna make you want to get you some money. You know what I mean? My mama hustled, too. You know, so... You think them words stuck that, with you? That, that whole that whole line was real, yeah. And and
0: that's why i about to say, you think those words stuck with you, and that's one of the reasons why you got with the team you got with?
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah, man, because... Uh, just... She was the first person that told me... That told me about leaders and followers. You know what I mean? Breaking down, like, really breaking down that difference between a leader and a follower. And once we had that conversation, I just kind of like... Vowed that I'm a set trends instead of follow.
0: Yeah, and build so, set my own path. Set my own path, bro. So
3: everything, yeah, everything that I do now is probably stems from that conversation. So sure. see, and that that's amazing. Shout out to moms. It's always yeah, those man, it's those those, those mom,
0: lessons bro. that moms be giving you when you when you five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, growing up that stick with you forever. And, forever, and that's bro. and that's something that's fire. And I and, and you could tell that. Every way you move in now is a reflection of that conversation. Yeah, man, for
3: sure. I was never after that, bro. I stopped caring about like wearing what was in style yeah, or having my bobbing. hair in style, talking or listening to whatever music. I just stopped giving the shit and just really started caring about what I do. You know what I mean? Yep, and what you like. 100 percent right. So I the next I thing know. I got As for, for <laughs> L right here. Oh, that's LC, okay. Oh right there, you know who's who that one is. Who? That was Cootie, yeah. Oh, that was Cootie,
0: man. Shout out Cootie, man. Cootie, know he could have came and waved. Shit, I couldn't? Exactly. I
3: couldn't recognize him with all that shit on his head. My dog was too swagged up. He ain't <laughs> gonna still the thunder. <laughs> so then the
0: next one we got. Um, okay, you. Uh, what was? Okay, wait, no, no. You said you refused to let your partners go against they go against their growth. What you mean by that?
3: Uh, man, if we if if you my dog, man, and you talking about you want. Like I'm the wrong person to tell that shit to because I'm gonna make sure you stick to your word. You know what I mean? Like you're not about to, I'm not about to let you digress. Not on not on not, not on, on your watch. watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but that line specifically, I'm not gonna get too deep into details, but uh some like that just uh I told my daughter to calm his nerve and want them niggas smoke and I refuse to let my partners go against their growth, that ain't what I meant it for. those, those lines go together. Cause uh, something very real happened to one of my closest friends and he was in a fucked up mindset and he was, he was like, I ain't going to say he was thinking reckless or talking reckless, but you could just tell that it, the situation had changed him. Yeah. And he's a part of what we got going on. So, you know, ain't no backtracking. Like, right? yeah. yeah. Regardless of how you feel, we on some whole other shit where it's not even going to matter a couple of years from now. Don't so, let that stop. Yeah, like don't, don't let, let that, that stop. stop. What we're going through right now, bro. We got we elevating right now, man. We gotta keep it pushing. It's bigger you know? than a little shit. Like we chasing,
0: yeah, I get that 100 yeah, percent And that go back you, to it's bigger than me, it's bigger yep. than everything, bro. So and that go back to what we was talking about earlier about how you was like, we gotta hold each other accountable. So yeah, still sharp and still, bro. Nah, 100. I'm, I'm glad we had that conversation early because it makes a lot of the things that we talked about, about the reasons why you created that label go back to the album and the lines that were put in there. So yeah. I, I fuck with that heavy. The next one, we got the phone skit, which, yo, that girl was hurting.
3: <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, she That bill was so good. I, she made me apologize. <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's my dog, man. She ain't really like, she, she do creative things, but she ain't really like Met found her debut yet? You know what I mean. Mm. Like, as far as like unveiling does, but that that's my that's my dog Tommy man. You know, shout out shout out my nigga Tommy. You know what I'm saying, Tommy Tino. She held me down right quick. We hang out damn near every day. Ain't hey, my girl or nothing. That's just like just y'all um, just a homie. Yeah, pretty much like my sister. You know what I'm saying. And 100. Uh, the situation based on that phone call that I was the real situation. You know what I mean. I. I wasn't gonna ask the girl that I'm yeah, really man. in the situation oh, with. The dude, can't do that. So and she had a fire voice, you know what I mean? Like, a homie you know, came through and held it down. You know, so she yeah, she did it.
0: She did it. One, me. I, I meant to ask you this, see, but I thought this was for the for after the phone thing. But I want to ask you, what uh, was what I'm in it for? Kind of like, and I don't want to put that this on you to where it's like this is what this was. I just want to say, this. it gives me these vibes. So I feel like it was you paying homage to Nip or your old to Nip. Kind of remember what I was talking about earlier because uh, I know it might not have been the plan, but it was your I'm giving game to the youngins. I know because you're a big fan of Nip and you're about giving back game. And that was just really like, I'm going to educate anybody who listened to this, what I went through and how to mm. what you got to do to grind and what you got to do to get to the place where you want to
3: be. Uh, I ain't gonna say it. Nip was 100% the reason because like before I started rapping, like before, before I started making, I call it motivation music, but before I started making music like that, I was more on that currency tip. Like everything about me screamed currency to the point where I had to stop listening to them to kind of get that influence off me and really like- Find your lane. Concrete my, my, my own style. You know what I mean? And I'll I be giving, I talk, you know, me being a barber, hearing people go, you know, going what they go through and stuff, I always kind of been a motivator. Yeah, trying to give game. So, so i always been trying to give game. And bad mixed with me being an older brother, I've been giving game yeah. all, my, all my life since fucking 1998. You know what I'm saying? So it's really like, you know, as, one of the things that I'm best at doing, so I might as well rap like it too, you know. No one hundred, and keep it keep it the same. Yeah, bro. It's it's way for me. It's way easier to get in that bag than to talk about the money that I'm making or the shit that I got going on or the women I'm messing with or the weed I'm smoking. Uh, you know what I mean. All that shit is about all that shit because at the end of the day, I like seeing people strive and I like yeah. seeing people progress. You know, because that inspired
0: me. So. See that's you know, uh, and that's what I'm. Um, that's what we talked a little bit about off air about how you got album of the year candidate top. it's because it's a message more than that. I could go listen to five niggas out there who trying to send something about which girl they fucking, what weed they smoking, how much money they making. But when I listen to your music, is I'm inspired to go create something. I'm inspired to go build this. I'm inspired to show this to my team so we can elevate. Like, and I think that's the power of what you doing. And and. Whether or not, like you said, it's something that you've always been doing. But the fact that you're a fan of Nip, it just it just all works, man. It just it, it really does work. So uh, yeah. I want to ask you, just because you said about the barber thing, do you ever use stories you hear from the
3: chair to kind of put inside the raps?
0: Are you uh, keeping more
3: about you? If I do say a story from somebody else's perspective, it ain't gonna be just like a, a client because I kind of like separate separate those worlds. I ain't even gonna say I separated. I, that's why I had to go back, because I fuck around and play my music while I'm cutting. But, and uh, as far as me getting super personal with who I cut, I don't do that with everybody. Yeah. So for me to hear a story from them and to go back and talk about it without their consent, because I talk about, like like I said earlier, about my partner that inspired the hook for what I'm yeah. in for, he didn't, I didn't ask him. To, that's because y'all got that anybody. relationship. but We so close that he I know that he would be all right with it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, anybody else? Nah, bro. I kind of just mind my business. If I do say something that I haven't heard from a client, it's something that I learned from them. Okay, so, real. Uh, yeah. Other than that, nah, that's, you know, their business is their business. Keep it, keep it for them. No, bro, I was kind of like therapist, man, you know?
0: Y'all really are, man. Y'all the hood therapists, for real, for real. That's where everybody go. sports, women, and problems in their life. That's what gets said in the barbershop. And what's said in the barbershop, don't leave the fucking real, barbershop.
3: Yeah, real rap.
0: How do you real feel rap. about this? Because, and I, I love getting in these transitions with you because we can always sidetrack because just good conversation. I told my girl the two most important relationships a man got, of course, mm-hmm. besides uh, three, let me say three. They mama. They girl and a barber, mm-hmm. you can't cheat For on sure, none of them.
2: Man.
3: For sure, you know your bro, barber is you, disrespectful. Man, you find bro, you find the right barber, you ain't even gotta say what you want no more. You just get in the chair, and, he and know. they already know. Y'all just get in the chair and automatically start talking. Yeah, just kicking man. it. You just kicking it, man. You that's that's a thousand percent right. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm super religious, but. Uh you know the barbershop uh, is like a church, man. It really yeah, is. Yeah, nah, for sure. I was I was gonna say as far as relationships go, you gotta have some kind of spiritual relationship. True. I ain't gonna say God. You know whatever this, power this you believe in. That, yeah. Whatever power you believe in, you should definitely tap in spiritual For Sure for sure. 1,000%. They're full, full relationships, yeah, right. Yeah, because you're right. You got to have a spirit. No,
0: I agree with that, because my ass mm-hmm. be meditating damn there every morning. So, nah, 1,000%. Yeah.
3: Right, like, you know what I'm saying? I got partners that don't believe in God. I'm a Christian, you know? Same. No, I feel that. You know what I'm saying? But that shit don't sway me is whether you believe in, in something or not. That's, that's what kind of like, if you out here believing in nothing, that means you barely believe in yourself. That that's how I feel, you know what I mean? Cause we're a reflection of whatever we believe in. Fact. Straight up. And you so, could like like you said, you
0: could be an atheist. You believe in yourself. You meditate, you do your thing, but you, you have you have a sense of, like you said, a belief in something. Like you can't yeah. just be running out of here with just something. something. You yeah. Have
3: something to hold on to. Because then how you have hope and how you hit. Like, exactly. Like you said, where your hope come from, where your expectations come from, the one that you're supposed to have. And then that you know make I mean? that make you a dangerous person because you're not living
0: for nothing. You not come on, man. No you facts. Say it all the time, bro. You say One, it all the time. One thousand percent. Okay, so uh, we talked about the skit because, and then like I said, that shit was funny. Uh, the next track we got to talk about that T-Stees beat was hard as hell. And I don't even know with the this. how hard yeah. how hard is it to tell someone you can find better than me. And then especially since it's like I'm on this mission, and I don't want you to have to make make me choose between you. In my career and and because that'll make me miserable because I can't choose because it's going to be the career every time because that's my passion yeah. and that's my dream. how hard is that
3: man uh very hard bro i didn't hurt a lot of good people i heard i heard good women, you know what I mean for show sure, behind this shit, and it's just like of course I'm dedicated to doing this shit, but it's also uh you know i'm not i'll say this man i'm I'm not perfect and temptation is real temptation is very real and when you mix temptation with an ego built off of what you got going on you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's it's a recipe for disaster sometimes and players fuck up you feel me uh and that was really me that that song was more about me accepting that i fucked up and letting it go rather than like Telling, telling the girl that I'm cool if you don't fuck with me. Like I'm, this is me after I'm fucking up. And your reaction like, yeah, I mean, I, I did what I did. And if you can't stand to be around me after that, then I understand. I understand. Cause, Cause, I'm, just, Cause I'm doing this shit anyway. I'm doing this music shit anyway. So if you ain't trying to fuck with me, then it's cool. It's Gucci there's no love lost. How- That's what, you know? How hard is it being a create
0: creative and doing like you said, doing what you do and having that temptation? Is it is it something that let's see how I want to phrase, it. is it something that, that is avoidable? Or is it something that 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 you gotta work on as a man to get better at?
3: Man, I mean because I cause we bro, all experience we, it. We works, Yeah, right. And being people, bro, we works in progress, man. We face we face temptation every day. And a person alive that is facing a temptation. Even if they didn't fall victim to it, they ain't a person on this world, bro, that didn't face the temptation at least thought about it.
0: I know a thousand
3: percent. I don't care who you are, bro. And if so, you say you
0: didn't, you're lying.
3: You lying, you lying to yourself more than than, than you're lying to me. No. You know thanks. what I mean? So uh I mean being the creative bro, and like I said, it is it, it just ego, man. But I will tell you this: the best the best uh, teacher is experience, and whenever you experience the, uh, what's the word? The result of how you fucked up, and going through the pain and going through all the emotions, you learn from it. You learn from it way quicker, bro. And I learned my lesson. I will tell you that because you know them nights, because look, them, that temptation might last. F-
0: shit, that, it, it go out like it, it's like a firecracker. It's up, it bright, and it, then it's over with. But them yeah, nights, bro. them nights after you fucked up, that's the longest nights of pain, bro. bro. You didn't, I didn't been there. I don't been there. So I and look, it
3: created a great song, and like you said, all you can do is learn from it. Yeah, bro. I man, there's like I the whole that whole song was like the cliche like breakup song vibe, bro. It was like full in the morning. I went to bed early. I wasn't going through it at that point. Like I wasn't like depressed or nothing. Yeah and the situation that kind of just happened. So I'm not really feeling the real feelings yet, but I do remember going to bed that night early and waking up at like four in the morning. Couldn't sleep. Can't, can't go back to sleep, bro. I wrote that song on the side of my bed. Like, Ooh, I for awesome real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <awesome> real? <laughs> cliche shit. Yeah. Stomach, for sure.
0: you got the butterf the, the hurt butterflies cause you got they got two different type of butterflies. There's the there's the butterflies when you first meet them, but then there's that, oh I can't eat, I'm sick, my heart
3: hurt. Oh, I know that. I know that. Yeah, see that 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 song I was that song was me trying to beat that feeling before I actually got it. Got but, to I it. mean, it still fucking happened, you know. We no one
0: thousand, yeah. We're human. No one thousand. I, pr- I appreciate the honesty on that one, bro. Cause if, if, if any man going from whether you 18 and any woman, we, we're
3: all human, we go through that. That's something that that that, that you just go through. So bro, if, Superman, if Superman got kryptonite, bro, we can't be out here walking, walking around like can't nothing hurt us. Facts. Huh. Me, they bro. they got someone out there that'll hurt you. <laughs> Everybody got their match, bro. And I'll say that. Man, Everybody bro. got their match. That is a
0: fact. How hard is it? And this goes into the final question or watch it back. How hard is it when your parents don't understand your dream and passion or when your friends or family? And this is what we was talking about, because you talked a little bit about convincing your mama about your passion in the in the
3: uh in the
0: outro. Talk yeah. to me about that.
3: Uh man.
0: I mean, how do you I like taking off that? in the stories. Yeah, I
3: like, if you don't mind, I, I'll just oh, break yeah, off in the stories. That That's what I'm we out. want. Real. Uh, first of all, I'll say that in the beginning, it was kind of discouraging. Because, I mean, you know, your parents, obviously your parents always want what's best. But sometimes it could be something that you truly believe in and you know that it could work. But your parents, so concerned about your well-being and your future. They're gonna think they're gonna water it down. Uh, or he just on a pipe. It's a phase, right yeah. It's a phase right now. So at first it was discouraging, bro. But uh, I'll tell you this: Whenever uh I dropped gas or that season of me dropping gas, that's whenever I first started performing and shit. And uh, I had two shows at the House of Blues in two thousand seventeen. And there was showcases. So it was kind of like on some contest type shit. The first show that I had at the at the House of Blues, and whoever was whoever got the best crowd reaction, them and like three or four others, they was going to be able to perform uh, in Houston at Warehouse Live. And I did my thing. That was like my second show ever after doing a show with Fade and Crystal at Poets. Okay. They put me on my first show ever. So I'll forever be grateful to, to them for that. But my second show, you know what I'm saying? I did my thing, rocked the house, got through. And I ran to my mom about This is a big deal. It's my second show ever. And yeah. I'm, I tell her I am about to go to Houston. This is lit. I'm lit. So I, I tell my mom, I'm like, you know, this is really, this is for Happy. real. I'm really about to do this. She told me she wasn't going to feel 100% comfortable with me just up and doing this because... She didn't really trust that this is I was solely just going out there for rapping, you know what I'm saying? So she came with me. She came with me to Houston. And I did my thing, didn't hold back because my mom was in the crowd. You know what I mean? Cussing yeah. them off. Got did you. my thing. Yeah. And uh that 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 wasn't that wasn't the moment that convinced her that I'm really taking this shit serious. But she was like, I'm serious, I was serious enough. To like not be afraid that you was with me. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't I wouldn't, I didn't let my mom's presence in the crowd sway my performance. Be a roadblock. Yeah, right. So when she seen that, she kind of was a little more lenient. And then, I mean, cruelly, as long not crudely, but uh bluntly, like whenever we started bringing in bread and I was able to show her what we got, all right, yeah, you really. And and the LLC, you know what I'm saying? The LLC for the label, that shit helped a lot, too. She's like, all right, you really doing this shit.
0: And I think that's all we can really ask of parents for uh, those of us who have dreams of, not necessarily grandeur, but dreams of wanting more than the typical nine to five. It's like, they want to see us do well, but at the same time, they want us to follow our dreams. So if you're following your dream, you got to show them that you're serious about this and it's not going to be something that you do for
3: two years and then, give it right. up, and then now what you're going to do with your life. Right. And shout out to my dad, too, man. I never, I don't really talk about my dad too much in my music, and it's not for no specific reason. That's my mans. Yeah. You know, my dog. But uh with him, he was kind of always on a tip, like, man, as long as you believe in it wholeheartedly, man, do it. It don't even matter if I disagree with it. If you believe that this is what you should be doing and it's honestly the right thing, then do Dude,
0: it. Prove, prove us wrong. And we want to prove be proved wrong. wrong. Right. Yeah.
3: Exactly. So with my dad, not, and this is not me uh, uh, taking nothing away from my mama at all, but uh, he was, I never really had to worry about that with my dad because, you know, he, he even though we didn't go in the shit with expectations, he had expectations for us, for me included. And we always met him. So when we got to like 16, 17, 18, he kind of stopped wrecking his brain about what we was, what we was doing because we was already on that path yeah. to doing the right thing of whatever we was going to do. You know what I mean? Y'all so, showed him
0: y'all true character growing up.
3: Showed him already, early. He, like, he fucked with the music. And he, like, he, no questions, never never had no doubts. Always make sure you have a backup plan. And my backup plan is barbering. So... There's not really much he tells me about this. Exactly. so You got your business.
0: You got everything ready to go in case in case it don't work. But it's not it's not not gonna
3: work because it will. Oh, work. not bro. This is I go in this shit like I ain't got like you know. And that's how I you got, got you. I, Yeah. Even though I got it, whenever you go into something thinking like it's all or nothing, or if I don't do this, I ain't got shit. I bet your fucking uh, performance going skyrocket. You know. Like yep. a
0: and, and the barbering thing is just to put money into that's it bro $1, that's it.
3: but no. I mean at, at this point now man not to sound braggadocious nah talk your shit
0: nigga talk your shit
3: man the barbering don't even need to feel what we got going on no more this is super like I'm not gonna uh, lie bro i, I that's I fire I don't want to put that on the area that we in, man. But it's really not nobody. It's not a lot of people doing it how we doing it. You know what I'm saying? And well, y'all I'm self-sustaining, stupid, bro. The reason why I'm dropping this album on Friday is because that's the one year anniversary of the of the label. Really? That's why it's July 17th, and it's like from July 17th, Friday to last year, bro. We didn't we accomplished a lot. I mean, we got a team of nine people now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know I started naming all people in the uh, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, but I mean, I didn't. I, didn't, I left out people, but I definitely want to name if that's cool with you. Oh, go ahead, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, but yeah, we, we could do that. You know, but uh, I was just saying, like, using that as an example. Like, it was just me and Juddie, July 17th last year. It was just us two plotting on lead by example. I was in the middle of lead, by example, whenever I got out of the situation with no money. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? So I was in the middle of that, wasn't really sure about how I was going to finish. You know, uh, Old Dude had my old songs. You know what I mean? And uh, that's like, like I said, he had the song that me, Tyson, and Crystal was supposed to be on. Nah, and okay. I, I got that bitch back, so just... From that moment of rebuilding and rebranding and trying to figure out where I'm gonna go next to getting ready to drop my third album and having getting ready to roll out LC Sun album, like it's it's, it's big, bro, and everything in between that too, man. A good bit of money, an a impressive amount of money. We did shows, we got a successful merch line. You know what I mean? And this really yeah. is really just the beginning, bro. So. I I'm fuck super. with that. And yeah. that's that's big congratulations to you for
0: that. Because cause like, like you said, and we don't even have to go into this, but I know what situation you was in. And I know what, how you got out of that and, and, and to make your own thing and to make your land with your brothers and to build what you didn't build. Big congratulations. As someone who's trying to build something, I understand the, yeah, the pitfalls, man. the struggles that you go through. And to say mm-hmm. you generate generating money from it, you got a successful merch line, doing shows and and putting out your album on it. About to put your artist first album out on it. That's huge, bro. That is huge. Uh, that's actually my dog's
3: second project, man. I can't oh, even take them away from him. Yeah, man. We like, all right. We 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 re-released his EP last year under the label. Okay. but it was already out. So this we is like just... this is the second one, but this is the first real real project yeah, under, 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 the under us. Yeah, yeah, right. Same thing with uh, same thing with like I dropped by under the label, but that was an EP. This is like the first album that the label is rolling out with, you know what I mean? So
2: Hell
0: to the yeah. yeah. Well, look, y'all got my full support. Jalen, tell the people where they can find out, because by the time they hear this, the album will be out the next day on Friday, but tell them where they're going to be able to get it at.
3: Everywhere, bro. Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, uh, Google, uh, 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 Fucking Deezer, uh Pandora, Spotify, SoundCloud, sales, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't matter, man. Don't matter. Just type type in my name, type in the label name. It's gonna be it's gonna be on the website, no That's why I'd like people to go to. Can you to, buy it from them? Yeah, you can. you know what I'm saying? We're gonna have it to where, you know, you got the tree link, you know. Okay. But visit visit the site first, man, because you might come across some shit that you that you you know might like, man. And, and no uh, com, right?
0: Yes, sir. That's 1, it, you Y'all make That's sure it. y'all go to no com. Y'all get the project when it's out. And I'm not saying stream it, I'm saying buy it. I'm gonna post my receipt because I gotta support not only real, is this a bro. black business, but it's an independent creator. And, I, yeah, and I and I love seeing independent creators
3: strive. Yeah, man, Shit. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate you. Oh, man. You, know. I love you don't even, have, with
0: to, you, bro. You don't even have to say thank you
3: for that. Let's let's have some fun now. Yeah. The nigga saying you watching One Piece. What's up? Yeah, yeah, man. Shit, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's what what, what drew me to One Piece is how vivid it is, and like the colors and just everything about it. It just seemed it was always super attractive to me, bro. But I never like. I don't know. I'm bad with shows because I do so <laughs> much with the music and shit. So. When I usually when I when I watch a show I usually fall off of it. There's only been like two or three shows that I do watched to where I'm caught up at. But man, once uh, like I, I started watching uh, One Piece and I wasn't consistent until they got on the episode where they explain how he ate the uh the, the uh, gum gum fruit yeah, yeah like when he was a little kid and uh bro. <laughs> The, I, forget the, I forget the captain's name that gave him the straw hat. Oh, you're talking about Shanks. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, so did that dog, that scene where the bandit stu- uh, pointing the gun in his face, and he like, man, you pointing that gun at me, but you gonna use it? That was like the most gangster shit. I was like, man, that's some street <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. all right, this man, for real. And then, not to top that off, when he said that shit, dude was like, huh? And man, basically was like, you heard me. And then his partner, saw the dude like yeah. that whole I was like oh yeah this shit is real and then that mixed with uh it's funny as fuck and they they it's adult dialogue you know what that i mean is. like it's i fuck i fuck with all that bro I, it's really raw i like how uh i like luffy mentality cuz that's how i feel So i'm gonna be the king of the rappers you yep. know what i'm saying he that's just want to be free that's all yeah i see my dog next you man, I, I, I'm peeping them, I'm peeping them on the side of you right oh, now. Oh, Yeah, but, look, yeah, right there. So no, no, the, the king yeah. of the pirates, move you, you know are. You, you already know. So yeah, bro, just is Tyler and his and his whole like way of getting shit done. That's like uh, what with, with with the exception of a couple of steps. That's pretty much how I am with this shit, man. That's how I was with getting the team together. Seeing we seen whoever. I seen whoever, you know what I'm saying, like was, had that potential and like, nah, we gotta have it. We gotta have them, 1,000. Yeah,
0: how far are you along in it? What, 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 the way anime goes is by what
3: arc, so what villain are they messing with right now? I mean, shit, I caught up, bro. I, uh, I'm, I mean, what, they only got three seasons on Netflix, I think. Oh, so four. you watch all the Netflix shit? Yeah, I I ain't, uh, I ain't catch up. I ain't yeah, catch I was about up. to say, go on Hulu.
0: You are gonna yeah. have to go because they got a lot more. I didn't know it was on Hulu. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, bro. I'm about to give. You, I'm about to. I'm about to give you the plug. Hold on, let me tell you exactly where it's at. Cause it's. I, I'm. I'm 90 percent sure it's on Hulu. Let's see One Piece real quick. It's not gonna take. Yeah. Okay. So if you watched all of what's on, uh, you watched the first three seasons on Netflix. They got eleven. So you got some, and then once you, yeah, and then look, once you watch, once you catch up to what's on Hulu, they got three seasons after that that you're gonna have to go somewhere else to watch. But when you get that, let me know and I'll, I'll give you the plug. Yeah,
3: uh, shit, so far though, my favorite villain, I mean, uh, he, ain't a, I don't, he ain't a villain, so to say. He is uh a, a antagonist, but he ain't a bad guy, but I fuck with uh, Captain Smoker. Ah, okay, yeah, is, yeah smoke our dog. You yeah, know, yeah, I fuck with his mentality, like you know, I don't give a damn what title you give me. If it, if it's gonna execute what I gotta do, I'ma do it. And I'm about justice. He's he, no I'm matter what it justice. is, he about justice. Now That's I
0: fuck it. with that. Yo, you wanna know something crazy that you are gonna find out later when you when you watch the Hulu shit?
3: But you remember Arlong? The name sound familiar. The, the, the fish R-Long. man. The fit. The, yeah, right, right, the right. The one right, where
0: right. Navi was stabbing, stabbing her arm and shit.
3: Right, right. those
0: dudes represent black people. And I'm not going to say no more because when you get to it, they got a person who represents Malcolm X who was ahead of him. And, and nah, it's, it's some, it's some real shit. And like they speak on the way that the, the author speaks on race is so good. And like, he really talks about how basically how we treat people of different skin complexions and, and different races horribly and how we need to do better to, to fix those relationships. And it, at first you realize they, he makes you think that Arlong's just a fuck nigga, but then when you realize all the shit that didn't happen, you realize Arlong is a product of his environment. Nah, that shit gonna
3: fuck your head up. You gotta go to Hulu, I'm telling you. And, and bro, I, I'm glad you said that about race and, uh, and, and animation because I just recently, bro, I'm not gonna lie, we had this conversation before, you know what I'm saying, years ago. Yeah. But I'm I'm a I i am ai like DC more than Marvel, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm there now. I'm there. And what, what put me there? You know, you already knew Batman was my dog, but uh what put me on that side, I mean, between since then I watched Buku uh animated Justice League movies, animated DC movies in general, they animated movies, bro, are more raw than Marvel, than the live action Marvel movies.
0: Thank and that's why I'm always like, if they could get their live action together,
3: it's over with. It's over with, it's, yeah. Nah, bro. see I wouldn't, I, I didn't feel you, I didn't feel you when you were saying that at first, cause I wouldn't, I never watched none of the animated joints. But watching them bro, like man, you seen Apocalypse War? Bro, nuts, nuts! And Bruh, look. that shit, man, I, not to cut you off bro, oh, I want to say this, that shit made Infinity War and Endgame look like fucking pre-K, son. That that's shit what, look like a that's all I way. was about to say. I was about to say, Dark Side, is it,
0: Thanos is a. And, and Dark Side was created before Thanos. Th- Thanos is a ripoff of Dark man. Side. And not bruh. even strong as Dark Side. Like, the thing is, bruh. Thanos Dark could Side have the gauntlet and Dark Side
3: gonna whoop his ass. Bro, Dark Side, that's a. Bro, that movie is devastating. But You think. If people, man, anybody watching this, man, if you haven't seen Apocalypse War, if you in know in that superhero shit, man, i super. Like man, bro, that, that shit fuck like, your childhood <laughs> over. Like yeah. that shit, you think in game in the fan Wars like man, fuck your childhood. Nah, they just knocked them boys out. This shit really takes like they niggas. Get oh, <laughs> killed in the worst way. That's in the worst and way. And look,
0: bro. I love Marvel, but in I always say this Marvel is humans that want to be gods. DC is gods that want, want more than humans, anything to be
3: bro. fucking human. And, and like I said, man, the show that put me, that made me, like, all right, yeah, like right, I fuck with DC more. It was Black Lightning, and that's why. That's another thing. The way DC treats their black characters to me
0: is better than how Marvel does. And I Bye. know people are gonna be like Black Panther, but nah, man. If you look man, at it, Black Lightning. Is my f- Jefferson Pierce is the fucking man? Yeah, he the G.
3: He a, he a big he a big homie. Bro. And then they got
0: the Green Lantern. They got Static. They got Vixen. They got so many. Just all the, the black characters in DC aren't a white person's lackey, and that's
3: no disrespect to Falcon. That like they just lack that the sidekicks. Man, you said it like me. You said it. You said it, bro. Because man, my partner brought this to my attention this morning, man. Every powerful black moment in in uh in Marvel has, or at least in the recent years, it's been reactionary. Like, you know, all this shit going on with police brutality, all this shit going on with police brutality and stuff going on, uh, they made a Black Panther movie. And then they followed up, after after more injustice with us, they followed up and hit, hit us with a with a Luke Cage yep. to touch on what we going on right now, what's going on right now. But like you said, bro, like the whole fucking plot of, Black Lightning is how the government secretly putting dope in the hood. Like crazy and, and how you got to deal bro, with that. How 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 more realistic can you get than that?
0: Yep, and that and that shit is amazing. like when you if you if you get ever get into the comics, the shit with Green Lantern, the Black Green Lantern, he's a space cop, but it's like and people going to be like, "It's I saw some some people on Twitter saying how, oh, uh Green Lantern wouldn't fuck with what we doing with it." It's like, "Nah, bro, Green Lantern is a space cop who deals with prejudice on Earth, but he's sworn to protect the earthlings in his whole galaxy. And it's like when he goes to other places, he's treated like a king, but when he comes here, he's treated like a pauper, and he has to deal with that 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 dynamic of that. And it's
3: just yeah, it's bro. powerful I also, shit. I also, fuck with his mentality, man. The man said, I ain't I don't need no mask. What I what I need a mask, mask for, yeah. Shit. Yo, I, if you fuck I'm with if you
0: fuck with DC heavy, go and you got to and you and you're able to get on HBO. Go watch that Watchmen television show, bro. I swear, wait, with Regina King, bro, that shit is hard. And damn, with, Regina King in and Regina house? King's the star, bro. And Mahersh, I mean, not am Mahershala Ali, uh, Yaya Abdul Mahin, a new black dude. He was he was Black Manta in the Aquaman live action. He in oh, there, okay. like that shit is hard. Everything going on right now with police brutality and the way government corruption and everything. Watchman touched on that. It was my favorite show of 2019. Best superhero live action TV show ever. Better yeah. than all the Marvel shit. Way better. Real. Hell yeah. yeah. But not now you right. get
3: why I'm saying if DC
0: could yeah, ever nah, get De- their shit Lightning together.
3: Definitely, yeah, Black Lives definitely uh pushed me over the top. Cause like I said them animated movies already had me like all right shit gas. Yeah. But man, just like at first, man, I, I tried getting into Black Lightning before, but I, I thought it was kind of corny, so I felt I fell off of it. But just watching it, man, like the deeper it get, bro, the more interesting it is, man. And like I said, dog, the shit is literally about the government pushing dope in the hood to control black people. Like what the fuck? Yeah, they they keeping it in re- they keeping it real, bro. That's
0: oh. why I fuck with it heavy. But I'm glad to hear that, man. What else you been watching besides that? What you been What you been into?
3: Man, I'm watching the clock man waiting on this fucking album to drop i ain't really <laughs> else, bro. I've been on hella uh, interviews lately just trying to get myself in that mode you know uh prepare myself to just push this album and shit and get everything ready yeah other than that man i've been in, i've been in grind mode bro like i said i try to make a i try to make a song a week fuck you yeah. yeah i don't really get caught up in, in too much man like i got my two little shows uh i play a game a little bit I play one game, and that's fucking Assassin's Creed Three. It's not even online or nothing. I play it to give my brain a break. Once I finish giving my brain a break, you know what I'm saying it's back to work. You know, look if you need some
0: new inspiration, just from in the form of a television show, and you and you're really fucking with this animation oh, shit. I, you know, I watched Dave too. Dave super hard. Shout yeah, out to Little Dicky. That shit is crazy. Yeah. Go go to Hulu and watch Cowboy Bebop. It's okay. gangster. It's fire. They talk about real messages. Nah, and it's only like 20 episodes. That's it. And it's it's that you're not you never get no more. You're not getting nothing else. It's just them 20 episodes. Come on, man. Cowboy Bebop, I'm telling you. But man, Jalen, this, this man, I'm I'm glad we had this conversation. I fuck with this. Oh, yeah, hell, yeah. Yeah. yeah, tell the people where they can find you uh tell the people where they can find you at on social media.
3: Uh shit, underscore Jalen Quinn, J-A-L-E-U-I-N-N. Uh no help records. Oh, that's that's everywhere, by the way. Like that's Instagram, uh, Twitter, everything. I don't have a Facebook. I no don't need to it, have one. <laughs> yeah, don't use it. But uh, No Help Records on Instagram is just the it's just the name, no underscore. And on Twitter, it's underscore No Help Records. But uh, man, shout out to my team, though, man. Like I said, I only named five of us. I named uh Juddy, Jake. That's our man. First two managers, uh, Juddie is actually managing the uh, rollout and the promotion of No Help One. I mean, No Help Two, excuse me. And he also manages um, my brand by Jalen Quinn, the, the clothing brand, because that's like kind of a separate entity from all the other artists. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he helped, he's helping me manage this album and he's helping me manage that. And then we got Jake. Jake is spearheading LC's project. You know what I mean? So we got them. We got Stees, the GOAT, the fucking president of Beatmakers. Stees literally the best producer I ever heard in my life. I don't care who you name. He, man, watching what this dude do up known him since he was 16. That man is the coldest producer I ever heard in my life. I'll put money behind it. I'll fight behind it. It don't matter. It don't matter. Tell him we hitting him up for verses versus two. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you don't want to be in a version with him. Not nobody. <laughs> no, <he was laughs> them. Well yeah, we said we okay, I fuck with this. Yeah, so for so yeah, we got my dog, we got LC son. definitely believe you the greatest rapper for sure. Not that wasn't no cap. wasn't me being humble? Feel like just being honest. Coldest, yeah, for sure. So we got him, then we got my dog Lane. He, uh, Lane edits or uh, Lane whole Shout out to Lane. Yeah, oh yeah, you do know yeah. Lane. Yeah, Lane Design, yes, shit, Lane yeah. design,
0: the Anime Talk logo, Lane and Design, a bunch of shit for us. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. All this shit.
3: That's, yeah, bro, that's our, that's our graphic designer, man. He, uh, he was, he, he also take pictures for us on the side too, bro, but that's, uh, graphic designer, that's his bag, you know what I'm saying, mainly. He's done a lot of our graphics. Uh, I know he did, Kuda did Lead by Example and Nights in the Shed. But Lane did the artwork for "Best in the City." He helped. I took the picture for "No Help" to The cover, mm-hmm. but he edited and he also doing the track list and he also he's been doing our graphics for like the clothes. He done. He probably worked harder than all of us on the label for sure. For sure, real. Uh, next in line, uh, is K Booty, and my dog. That's our DJ as 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 well. As uh, being a producer and whenever y'all can get back to performing, I know that shit sucks. <sighs> yeah, man, I, I miss it, bro. But I seen, I seen, I seen uh, Boo do his thing at a show. We was on the ticket, we was on the lineup together, and that was his first time performing. And his set was fucking. It was killer. It was it was EDM, but it was more like trappy, and it was more mm. like rap shit. So it was like his set. Was exactly what I feel like we should be having played in between sets at our shows. At rap shows. And you know what I'm saying? It was like, man, you gotta be with us. Like I'm trying to figure
0: out some way to do some drive-in show type situation. If I figure that out, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna let you know. Cause like I'm trying to work on some shit for that. Cause we gotta there's no reason, reason why man. we can't have entertainment. Like drive-ins worked for a reason. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm Hell gonna yeah, try man. to figure something out.
3: Whenever you do, bro, you know my number, man.
0: You already know it. That's why I'm. That's why I'm letting it be
3: known on here. Who else we yeah, got on the bro. team? So we got the DJ. Uh, uh next we got a, a videographer, best visuals, man. That, that's who he shot the video for Franchise Boys. Okay. And that's another. That's another real hustler, man. That man probably come out with a new video by somebody like every other day. Really? Like I'm not. Uh, at least, at the least, at the minimum, every week. But this man, you know. man, yeah, he consistent as hell, though, man, and. The crazy thing about him, he also shot uh, the video, my video for Nights in the Shed, the song. And uh, whenever he shot that video, I asked him if he wanted to be a part of the team then. But he's he, at that point he had stuff to figure out and he had, you know, he just wanted to that the path that on right now is 100% set in stone, and 100% certified, right? So fast forward, like six months later, he uh, called me randomly and said that he, you know what I'm saying, just talking to people that help him with his craft, he was asking them how to elevate. And he was told that you got to find somebody that you really believe in and cater to him. Not cater, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, support. be their guy. Like how that Drake had director X, like everybody got their guy. Exactly. And I mean, I was, I guess, you know what I'm saying, it was a blessing, man. And I was the first person he thought about. Gaming that call, man, and we revisited the conversation we had six months prior, man. Now he on the team. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, bro. And last but not least, man, we got the homie James. Uh he uh he, he's our booking manager. You know what I mean? Whereas Juddy and Jake, they are they they manage artists. You know what I mean? And focus uh, on marketing and things like yeah, that. But his sole it, purpose is getting shows. Exactly. That's it. And that was really what we was missing. Like, at the end, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it ain't shit to get a show around here. But it's about the other places. Yeah. yeah. he got. You know what I'm saying? He got under his belt. Now, granted, he was working with rock bands before getting with a rap label. But just the fact that you got experience in, in the places where nobody else on the label got it. That's, man, you are, you over You qualified. need that. Yeah, yeah that's, real, it don't matter
0: real. if you was, that's like me not trying to hire somebody just because they hosted a, another type of show. Like, you got experience. That's that's all that matter. And we're going to exactly. make it do what it do. Nah, exactly, yo. So congratulations dope. to you, Jay, man Like, this is huge. If you're an artist and you listen to this, my man just gave y'all so much game and how to build and how to do the things the right way. Please listen to this interview because not only does it help, you, it can benefit you in any form or fashion of what you're doing in life. Whether it's podcast, yeah, whether it's writing, whether it's video creation. It's about getting you a team and, and staying strong and, and fighting through the pain and, and really getting That's to where it, your man. goals
3: wanna take you. Real life don't stop, man, just because, you know, there's this whole facade of the rapper lifestyle and the whole perception that your life gotta be popping, you gotta be having fun, you gotta be in some shit 24 seven, like, nah, nah. man. We go through real things, and sometimes them real things slow us down. But you got to – it's not its not about – it's not about how the shit impacts you. It's about how you deal with it. You know what I mean? It's its how you go through whatever bullshit you face. How you with. respond. That's what make you or break yep. you. You know what I'm that, saying? It's and not about how you me fall. Me. It's about how you get yeah, up. It's no. about how you get up, man, every time, bro so, – yeah, that's, that's that's really what it
0: is, man. Real Hell yeah, Jay man Like I said, y'all go to nohelprecords.com. Y'all go get my homie project. Y'all buy that. Support this man. He, this is, he is what you want, you aspire to be when you say you want to be an independent artist, when you say you want to work for yourself. He gave y'all the blueprint, motivational music. There's no more I need to say except thank you, Jalen, for coming on and giving us this amazing conversation. Nah, bro, that's love, man. I, I, really impre- I really appreciate the words, man. Like, for real, though, It's bro. true. No, it's from it's from, it's from from the heart, for real. And you already know, anytime, you more than welcome on this platform. And you always- Likewise, welcome. man. I got a hand.
3: That's like a cool-ass room, man. I'm trying to- gotta Yeah, cool bro, up. we got to get
0: you. Now that I know you watching anime, we got to get you. We got- Look, I'm work, they got a lot of content we're working on. You will be getting a call soon, my
3: brother. Yeah, for sure, man. Now, look. I watch. I, I I dabble. I'm not gonna say I'm an anime. No, that's cool. It be, it, nah. That's that's perfect.
0: We got two niggas that can rattle off for days. There's a perspective that you have that I would love. Not yeah. just for just for certain things. You know what I'm talking. Like every now and
3: again. Yeah, right. Real rap. Right. You right. already
0: know. But with that yeah, being really said, right. let's get into the second interview of uh, with Miss Sarah Pierre promoting her protest that she's uh, starting in St. Martinville this Saturday. Let's get into that right now. All right, bros who think fan base. This is my the part of the show we've already had. Shout out to Jalen Quinn for coming on the show. We got bros who ball coming up a little later. But before we get into any of that, I felt it was my need. And like we said before in episode, I believe 150, 148, one of those, where we said we we're going to start talking more about social change and, and really being serious about it. And we had a conversation with David Grubb. Y'all can go check that out on Facebook. I mean, on YouTube, if you haven't seen it already. But... Someone I went to high school with, the, I guess joining us right now, she's actually start planning her own march in St. Martinville. And I felt that, St. Martinville, Louisiana, I felt that was my need to bring this young lady on and get her to speak her message and talk about why she decided to do this and using her voice. So I just felt like it was it was necessary to the times that were going on right now. So I want to bring on Miss Sarah Pierre. How are you doing today?
4: Hi, Lyndon. I'm good. In yourself?
0: I'm all right. Can't complain. You know, just living in this... Quarantine Corona times, which is strange as hell. Very strange. And I must apologize to the people that you've brought to this podcast. This is an explicit podcast. I stated that before the show. But to new listeners, that's just it has the little e by it, so you know that means explicit. But I want to ask you first off, being that you you're trying to be a future lawyer, you, you're starting this this uh this march and in your hometown, what made it so important for you to do this, and what made it so important for you? To use your your voice and actually put action behind it and start this protest in march as and how you said this unification
4: so like you said, I am going to be a lawyer. I start school in literally a month at olmus law school. um i don't being honest with you I don't know what it was it's just it was something that was stirring within my spirit for a while. I, it all started for me just doing a live video on Facebook, calling out our local officials and I was paying close attention to what and who were saying, if they were saying anything pertaining to the Black Lives Matter movement. And I saw slim to none. And that frustrated me because 64 percent of St. Martinville's community is black. So for me, it's like, how are we not going to speak about it? And then when I thought about it, I said, "Well, if our local officials won't speak about it, who will?" And I'm the type of person if I believe in something, I'm going to be about it. So,
0: no one hundred percent. So, when is tell the people out there listening? When is your march, and uh, where is it located at?
4: So, my march is Saturday, July 18th. This upcoming Saturday, from five to six thirty p.m. It will begin near Notre Dame Catholic Church, which is on Gary Street. It's between the corner of St. Martin Parish and Gary Street. And then it will proceed forward and will conclude in front of our courthouse, which is on Main Street next to Barrard Street in St. Martinville.
0: Nice. And what time does it begin? Five. Five o'clock, five o'clock. Okay, cool, cool. So basically, it was just everything that was going on just kind of stirred you your your need to act and not seeing it in your local government what moves and because i know you said you've talked to people in the local government what have what has been their response to what you've been saying into starting this uh protest
4: so people aren't going to move if they're ignorant to what people are raising awareness of you know what i mean yeah so when i went and because first it was like a whole ordeal like in a large process and people thought it would actually take to put all of this together. I went in front of the council and I had to meet with our parish president, et cetera. But each member, it's like you can't expect people to just know. And yeah. that's what I realized. So in order for them to give me the approval, I had to present what I wanted to do to them. And, um, I I think I like low-key like forgot where I was supposed to go with this what 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 do you want me to hit I, I,
0: I just wanted to know like what was their response to what you presented to them and and how was it received and taken
4: so the response was actually well um i for those who don't know that's listening, I've had a lot of support from our local police department, which you don't see often pertaining to the Black Lives Matter movement because it's literally speaking. Not, I wouldn't say it's against the police, but it's dismantling the police system because it's broken. So often you don't hear about police being involved or police being on the side with the people that's hosting the Black Lives Matter movement protests. So I was shocked to this response whatsoever, but I appreciated it. And what I realized, they just didn't know they were assuming that those who are saying black lives matter, didn't feel that all lives matter. And I mean, they could have done their, their own research, but personally, I feel like I could understand where they're coming from, you know? So once I explained to them, like, in order for all lives to matter, black lives have to matter as well for that statement to hold true meaning. And then speak about that. It's just beyond the black community. I just I want to dismantle the racial divide here. That's when it was like, okay, why wouldn't we want to support this? So.
0: No, 100%. And I think it just, it, it it means a lot that you're doing this in your local community, being that you're going away for law school. How important was it for you to get this done in your hometown?
4: Oh my gosh. That's such a great question. Um, <laughs> I think it was extremely important. Honestly, I think that's, one of the main reasons why I did it, because I know I'm leaving again and I don't know when I'll have this opportunity to do something. And I just feel, and I realize that the time is now, a lot of pressure is being applied globally. And I said, well, the hell with it. Like, why, why not do it? I, I honestly, Linda, I really wasn't even supposed to be here this summer if it wasn't for COVID. So I just felt like God placed it in hand for me to be present and I'm doing what I can, especially before I leave, make an impact here. And I'm just praying that things accelerate once it's implemented. So
0: 100 and, that, and that's very commendable that you that you're doing this, being that this is you weren't you weren't supposed to be here, like you said. And, OK, so what would you like to see come out of this? And I, and I know there's there's the, the, the pie in the sky response, but what, what, what actual change would you like to see come out of this?
4: I literally, God, that's such a good question. Like, of course, I want to say awareness and change, but specifically, because I've always been a person to say, it's one thing to hear me, but don't hear me with your ears, hear me with your actions. So honestly, I want the community, because what I've realized, it's not just our local officials, you know, our community has to realize the responsibility and the power we actually attain a lot of people here don't even know that they could demand their legislation for answers etc you know and I feel that this is just other just bringing awareness it's going to educate the community and I want to see momentum because we don't have none. we're very stagnant and we're we're within a complacent era right now it's been complacent for years um and i just pray that and hope after this it'll get people moving off their feet motivated yeah because
0: the city you live in there's not much development and i've been going there for a while now and like it looks the same as when i was like 10 so like there hasn't been much change i don't see much into the like the educational system i'm always hearing about how the schools have problems so there's a lot of things that that can be done and i feel like. This brings a light on that.
4: Right. And that's my point, because it's like I and I can already tell you this. I will not be speaking on the education system personally. For sure. I can't because I didn't experience it. Obviously, we went to school together outside of the areas we grew up in. And obviously, that was for a reason. But... I wanted to bring light because our local officials' children don't even go to school within the area. And I feel like that should say something. So what are we doing to try to change that to have where our kids that grow up here actually go to school here?
0: And want to stay. Because like a lot of people that that grew up in St. Martinville want to leave and not bring businesses and bring their monies and dollars back to their local community.
4: Exactly. And that's why our numbers are decreasing tremendously. And... I don't know. I'm still shocked at myself that I'm actually doing this because God knows. I mean, growing up, I I literally just slept here. My friends lived in Lafayette, didn't go to school here. Extracurriculars were outside of this area. But being here during COVID allowed me to pay attention and just to be like, whoa, I've been gone for almost four years. And this place literally hasn't moved at all. So
0: no, one hundred percent, man. Like I said, this is very commendable, and I appreciate you for coming on the show. I had to, I had to shout it out because I felt it in my heart. Like my mission statements for the culture, by the culture, for the preservation and progression of said culture, and for all humans. So, like, if I'm if I'm going to be about that, I got to actually do something today. So, thank right. you so much, Sarah, for coming on the show again. Tell the people where, when, when, and where they can meet up for for the rally uh, this Saturday.
4: Saturday, July eighteenth from 5 to 6 30 p.m we will begin near not at because we had some issues with that but near Notre dame catholic church which is on gary street and we will conclude at the courthouse where we'll gather to listen to the guest speakers present so
0: oh who you got coming oh you can't say all right
4: that's what's up i feel
0: i just want to ask you know because you said it Bye.
4: The president of NAACP will be present. Oh, nice. Look at, you should have led with that, man.
0: That's kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's huge. That's fire. Hell yeah. That's lit. They'll definitely go out there. Saturday. I'm just I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I was about to say, I would hope you would just come out in general. But <laughs> that's, a,
3: that's a joke. That was a joke.
4: We'll be speaking... Um, our local state representative will be present as well. Our mayor will be speaking. <laughs> Yours truly will be speaking, of course. But um, yeah, and that's all I'm going to give you right now. I have other speakers
0: too, but that's awesome. You- well, that's what's up, man. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm really proud of you. This is very commendable. Y'all, be sure to go out to St. Martinville Saturday, July 18th, five o'clock, and y'all make sure y'all go be a part of the unification rally and protest for BLM. But yeah, awesome. Thank you, Sarah, for coming on the show. I really appreciate You're it. Having- Let's get into Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the pod called Bros Who Ball. I want to thank Sarah and Jalen for coming on the pod. Y'all be sure if you're going to Sarah's uh, protest slash rally this Saturday, make sure you wear your mask. She said, please make sure to tell y'all to wear your mask. But joining me as always, Mr. Adam Schubert, but returning to the pod, Mr. Julian, Navarro. start with Julian. How you doing, bro?
6: Long time, no see. I've just been busy. Yeah. Busy, busy, nonstop. All I feel day, that. I finally got a break. I said, "Let me come back on the pod right quick."
0: Glad to have you back. Also joining us is Mr. Adam Schubert. Schubert, how you doing today, brother?
5: Doing all right. You that's know, some, that's it's, some. yeah.
0: Glad it's to tough have world.
5: You. Yeah, got it. some. Had rotisserie chicken. You know, nice, nice. It's never solid, a bad day.
0: Solid, solid meal. Uh, let's start it off with this.
5: It. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs>
2: no.
0: Lying. Robert's. Oh, Robears! I don't know where that's at, but cool. All right, shout, shout out to shout out to Robears. Uh, first topic we got is Dak Prescott's not getting his contract extension. He is playing with the franchise tag. Julian, since you're a Cowboys fan, I want to ask, how do you think this will affect your team, and what's your thoughts on Dak not getting his contract?
6: Dak is a motherfucker. I gotta give it to him. Balls of steel. He knows what he's worth. He's for the biggest franchise who pays everybody, but they hadn't paid him. And it seems like they're kind of skipping out. So I feel like he knows his worth. He has his feet in the ground, and the franchise tag is very uh, lucrative. Look at Kirk Cousins making all that money, made it all guaranteed. So I'm, I like it. I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna light him up.
0: Do you think he's gonna get fifty mil?
6: No, he's not getting (laughs) fifty mil. Honestly, I think if Jerry would have came at him with thirty five million or thirty five point five or thirty six, it would have been done.
0: Yeah, that's his mistake. So we go see how this. I know, Shubert, you're excited about this as a Giants fan. Let the Cowboys be in turmoil.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess actually, it kind of scares you because with Dak, at least you know you get like a mid par quarterback. That you know, eventually, if you get a team together of actual players, that maybe you could beat. Um, but you know, I think what's more scary is what if Dak doesn't pan out, and next year the Cowboys get. Trevor Lawrence or you know maybe Cam Newton has out you know has a really great season wants to go get more money goes to the Cowboys so Jeez. you know it, you, you know it the Cowboys possibilities are endless right now and now you know they've accumulated a lot of players they have to have a season that could either change the whole direction or now we're gonna see it all pan out so this you know this is the right move for them yeah, hold hold fast. Don't necessarily sign them, and then if you but believe in is, him, pay him. If you don't, don't. But the thing is, is with the whole coronavirus deal, each team is going to lose about seventy million dollars because of revenue. So I don't know if we're going to ever see a contract near Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes kind of picked the right time because you know the outlook on what the cap's going to look like in the next few years is sketchy. So that
4: is
0: true. That is very take the money very where too. you can
5: get it. That's guaranteed.
0: Yeah, no, one thousand percent. Well, we'll see what happens with Dak in the future. I wanna ask, I'll start with you, uh, Schubert, how do you feel about we never we haven't talked about this yet. The Washington Redskins agreed to change their name and logo and they got away with using it one more time in the press release. <laughs>
5: huh, that's funny. But yeah, um that the Washington team, I'm not really against like name changes or anything like that you know i really like think that it's a really cool marketing opportunity for them and a chance for them to totally refresh a franchise that was in the dust so you know if they pick the right name then that's cool but they have plenty of options that don't sound very good so what did
2: what, you know, they, what, what give, if they put out there
5: oh uh, well there's like the red tails which they're saying would honor the tuskegee airman oh, or whatever yeah, which i, I feel like it. is just like you know it's cool it's also a pretty good name uh, but you know the red hawks has been another one the like the poor, like the pigskins or you know warriors. they have like the, th- the warriors the pig warriors is the americans the
0: the americans
5: <laughs> what <laughs> that's a great
0: bro let's be honest and i'm going to go but- to julian for this julian you know this only happened because nike and fedex pulled the money
6: Exactly. That's the only reason it happened. I'm not my quick opinion on it. Um, Dan Schneider. Well, first of all, the name that name was racist from the get go. They should that name should have never went. Yeah, I but. do kind of feel like oh man, it's no longer the Redskins. To be honest, I think they had the nicest jerseys, like the, those red jerseys.
5: They could they keep them.
6: Like, red. Yeah, but like they, the logo was the sickest logo. One of the sickest logos. In the league. I think it is the sickest. And I mean, just the whole the field everything so you know but it, it needs to, it needed to go it, sh- it should have never been there in the first place it's ridiculous how the that the
0: question happened. is what happens with the chiefs what happens with the Indians and the braves the, the Indians got to get rid of chief wahoo
5: he got well, us all. the thing the thing is is you know the word redskins and Indians. That's, like, you know, a group of people that you're, like, you know, you're saying that that's your mascot is, a, like, a group of people and saying it in a derogative, uh, derogatory name. The Chiefs are, like, saying the Kings. True. The Chiefs yeah. is, like, you know, I think you can get away with Chiefs, and Braves is kind of like Warriors, like, you know, uh, so I feel like you could also get away with Braves. Um, and if also, the Indians, you know, that's just – You know, the Braves – you don't name stuff, a they team, that they the Braves said they would take out the tomahawk chop, which I think you know would go a long way. And yeah, I mean, I think that some of the names could still work.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you with the chief. the way you explain Chiefs and Braves, that could work to me. But the Indians, there's no way that can work. We're not naming no. the team the Africans or the, or the Asians or the Mexicans.
6: Hey, they still might try.
0: <laughs> yeah, yo, that'd be hilarious if the Washington became the Washington Africans. <laughs>
6: I mean, people don't see how that's, like, not a racist name. It's like saying, like, uh, the St. Louis Negroes. You know what I mean? Like, they just, <laughs> like, you don't, do, you don't do that. There's yeah. an
5: article out there with the guy who goes around with the Caucasian shirt, and it's, like, a lot of people come up and give him, like, flack about it, and it's like, well, yeah. it's the
6: same thing, you know? Oh, yeah,
5: Bumani Jones caught major flack for that on ESPN when he wore that shirt, the Caucasian
0: no, shirt. No, dude, that's dope.
6: And uh, real quick about the cool. Snyder, the owner. One thing I got to give it to him, even though I can't stand him because he's a horrible owner, Something about someone being so stubborn and sticking their foot in the ground. I gotta have a little bit of respect for them. That man said never. He He's was
0: stubborn. he was serious. It would have never happened unless FedEx and Nike pulled money. Exactly. No amount of flack would have changed that. But yeah, I Chiefs, Yahoo, to Indians, they gotta go. But the Chiefs and Braves you made valid points for, as long as those tomahawk chops and the Chiefs do something too similar to a tomahawk chop that's gotta be go. the same thing. Yeah, okay, they do the okay, well yeah, they yeah, that, that that's gotta get up out of there. All right, uh, I want to ask y'all, how do y'all feel about high school sports being affected? We wanna act, we're we going to talk to Justin about this, but I guess I'll start with you, Schubert, since you're in the news. And what are you hearing about high school sports being affected by COVID, and how do you think that'll affect recruiting?
5: Uh, you know, it, it affects a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Uh, luckily, you know, some high school coaches are, like, teachers, so they can still, like, make have some job. money. Yeah. a um, yeah. You know, it's hurting the media real bad. And, you know, a lot of people who have depended on you know, calling high school games are kind of like SOL. In, you know, SOL and like, it messes up a lot of stuff for a lot of different stations. Um, and, but you know, for the players, it's the worst because, you know, you know, a lot of guys, especially in high school, you know, that's the best years of your life when you're playing, because you always get a chance to play. It's like, you know, you just live in the area. It's not just you had to be so good to make a team or anything. Yeah. So like that's, that's like your hometown, your memories. So and like then if that, you're a
0: good player, you're missing out on your chance to get recruited. And then if you're exactly. like an okay player, like we always hear those stories. like Patrick, is, Patrick Mahomes only had two colleges looking at him until his senior year. So like if some kids don't have their senior year, they might not get those college college teams to look at
5: him like they were going to. The thing is with that um, and with the positives and negatives is definitely negative for the guys who could have had a breakout year this year, maybe grew an inch over the summer uh you know did the extra work whatever but for a lot of those guys they've been getting recruited since they were in eighth grade so they're making commitments i see a lot more commitments happening faster i'm sure charles yeah, is going to be able to have a lot to talk about in the next few weeks um so you know we'll see how that goes a lot of teams are still looking for a lot of guys which i think it's going to be really great for regional teams so like True. let's say louisiana LSU is, you know, your your main ticket right there, and you know you're going to only be able to really contact them. And I guess you know Skype and all that, but you're not going to be able to make your campus visits, stuff like that. So it's gonna it's gonna be hard for recruiting. Um, but you know, it's it's crazy it's to mess. think about. But and it's different all over the place. Like Louisiana is. is done, unless it's phase four, which is not going to happen. And um, Mississippi is pushed it back, which I think is like. The only way that you could do it right now is like, well, we'll see how it goes. But right now is just really not the time to be like, yeah, OK, we're playing football. In yeah, like a I, don't month. See that.
0: I, I don't see that happening, especially like the only footballs that I think we may get is the NFL. And that's because men are able to risk their lives for their for their
5: livelihood and their money. Sure. You
0: can't risk a child's life, bro. Like that is crazy. Well, I can't
5: expect someone to play if they're not at school either.
0: Yeah, exactly. Drew, how do you feel about all this high school sports, college sports, being able to play football this season?
6: As far as the high school sports, that one, that one hits kind of hard because, you know, if you are a senior, that's your year to Say you've been sitting on the bench all year, freshman, sophomore, junior, and then finally time to shine, and uh-uh. Yeah. I feel for the, That's the main thing. You know, I know understanding the recruiting, but, you know, not everyone's all-star. So I just feel for those kids. As far as college, hey, that's what – Hey, you reap what you You' been making money like that off the backs of those kids for years. And they have to go and find illegal ways to get money to support their family. You know, for their talent. You know, you find an eighteen year old that could sing; they're gonna get money because they could sing. But oh, he could play football. You oh, you go to college. So hey, that hey, NCAA, it's One of my and if friends you was, paid like, them, yeah, if you
0: paid them, them, you could maybe say that they they could risk their life to pay
6: to get hey, their check. They they could have put a limit on it. No one makes more than. 100000 or or something, something. They could have paid them kids like forty, forty grand a year or something I, like that. Like something I can give you proposals. I've, I've thought it up. Like, like the scholarship. But he, oh, me too. I thought that up for for months just thinking like they could do this, maybe this, maybe this. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
5: So many
0: different things and it's just like I don't know, man. I don't think the NFL season happens if I'm being honest because I don't know how you get... Oh, no 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 no. no, 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 no.
6: That's happening. <laughs> that's, that's happening. happening. That's, that's, happening. happening. That's, that's the one thing you depend on. Dude, I love Roger Goodell.
5: <laughs> are they going to bubble it? Like,
6: well, the, the only bubble. way. Yeah, no, they'll figure,
5: no. they'll find a way. They'll I mean, find a if, way. if the NBA gets, because we're talking about the NBA happening. So, yeah, if,
0: like, oh, it's the, the, the NBA. Yeah, no. The NBA has to happen. Like, the these NFL's players happening. are going to lose a lot, a lot of money well, for the here's the NBA.
6: thing it's not just that. They don't know how bad this virus can get. It could go till next year to where it's just like this. Yeah. To be honest with you. That's so true. they got to get their money now, and LeBron wanted it, but they got to. It's it's two things. Yeah, no, LeBron definitely was like, "Look, we playing." <laughs> yeah, dude, I love that. That's what I like about the NBA. That was a true democracy up in there.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's a fucking <laughs> it's oligarchy. Forms, where
6: <laughs> it is, but but when I say that, I mean the players have a voice. Oh, facts? It, no, without I, probably, a voice. I don't give a fuck, dude.
0: <laughs> it was LeBron, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Those five yeah, were like,
5: a few. from quarantine.
0: They were like, look, I'm sorry, we're playing. And speaking of Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook has COVID. Him and James Harden, does this affect their chances to win a championship? They're going to come once they fully hey, stop rested. the symptoms. Do you think this affects their championship, Julian? Do you think this affects their run? No, because I don't
6: know. They're rested. That's all I got to say. I feel like... they' have never no, seen a rest of Westbrook or Harden in the, in the
0: playoffs. I don't think no matter... I, like, if LeBron gets COVID, Man. I don't think they're going to mention it at all. Like, at, oh, at no. all. And hell he's no. going to play with it.
5: <laughs> Damn, no. that's terrible.
0: He will! Do you think he
5: won't? <laughs> no, I don't think he will. He oh, you will. don't think he'll play?
0: Oh, no. you he uh, You think Finals, game two. Where Jordan LeBron
5: comes... Jordan, uh, LeBron coming out with COVID. Do that- you think he's not going to play? That that would be that would have to be the best kept conspiracy there is. Like that's gonna have to be a conspiracy theory because I like got three people like, who
6: no no fucks. LeBron, Kobe, Jordan. That's yeah, LeBron. Rega- LeBron regardless, yeah.
5: No, regardless of LeBron gets COVID or not. Everyone's gonna be talking about LeBron. Probably had COVID. <laughs> yeah. probably, you know, he played with COVID. Like it doesn't even matter now. Like now, it's just assumed. And then you saw that stupid guy,
0: Rashawn Holmes, going to the gate to get dri- delivery food, and now he has to be quarantined for seven days.
6: That's the because- stupidest. Sh- Dude, that's the stupidest shit I've ever. Like <laughs> I know, I know the NBA tries to be progressive in PC. That's retarded. To- oh, like, excuse
0: my language. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say like, that's, that's stupid.
6: Just- ridiculous
0: yeah no super super stupid i'm my bet is they're gonna start sneaking in ig thoughts pretty soon (laughs)
6: they they, they got a plan for them they got a plan for them they already know they just gotta look that virtue signal that
0: bubble is not secure (laughs) there's no way those dudes are going three months without punani no way no way i don't buy it (laughs) Yo, no way. Julian, real quick before we get to our redraft, how do you feel about the Lakers losing Rondo and Avery Bradley? Does this affect their chances? Yes,
6: it does affect their chances because those are two good veterans that can play defense. And I know Rondo, people, you know, make fun of him sometimes. You know what Rondo is in the playoffs.
0: Playoff Rondo, man.
6: That's a whole different – that's a a Hall of Fame player in the playoffs. So I can imagine playoff Rondo. Clippers
0: are the favorite now.
6: That's a big hit, but.
5: Well, what they, what, what they about just, what they're saying they about Rondo coming back, though?
0: He may He'll come back, like but Avery to Bradley 80. to me is bigger than Rondo.
6: He's a role yeah. player; like he plays his role
0: truly. Yep, and Ronda's Rondo's supposed to come ball. off the bench and give LeBron that spark with him. And LeBron, Avery Bradley starts give you more shooting. They're gonna have to rely more on Danny Green, more on KCP, who I hate. They're gonna have to rely more on Kuzma. It's just gonna be it's gonna be rough for the Kings. Caruso. Oh, well, Caruso is better than than uh than KCP in my opinion. I take Caruso minutes over KCP. KCP is just chunking
6: up man, garbage. With, you know, with Caruso, then he gets he gets startled in the limelight. I've seen it before. He That's does. why they don't play
0: him that much. No, he, he, he gonna have to get over that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, oh, because you weren't here last week, Julian. How you like Zion? How you looking? You looking cut?
6: You looking good? Yeah, you look good. You probably dropped about ten pounds. I'm surprised. I, didn't think, I thought he was gonna swell up, but he should stay right there. Man, look, he moves well at two eighty five. I run away from it. He was looking good on that court.
0: They were showing uh, videos of the yeah, Pelicans practice. Yeah. He was looking good. Look, if the Pelicans get that AC, the Lakers might, honey, huh, might be in trouble. <laughs> not that, not that Rondo and Casey and uh, Avery Bradley's gone. I don't know who gonna guard Drew Holiday. He gonna get his, he gonna get his bucket.
6: He's gonna guard his, himself because he'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs>
5: What if, though? What if the Pelicans beat the Lakers? If the Pelicans
0: beat the Lakers, Julian will never live it down on this podcast. He will never. And uh, Anthony,
5: da- Anthony Davis has to leave L.A.
0: Yeah, he got to go. Anthony Davis would have to go to Chicago. Take him and his Russell's endorsement out of here. See why Zion, Zion's on the cover of 2K and getting Jordan shoes. <laughs> O.A.D. glass ass. But that's all we got really this week uh, in terms of news stories. Let's get to this week's redraft. We're redrafting the 2010 NBA draft. This is the John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Paul George, Gordon Hayward draft. I believe we have not done this draft yet. We, we, I think we have not Schubert Have we? Have we done this one?
5: Man, like I was thinking about that too. I was like looking at it. I was like, did, I we did, did we do the John Wall one? I don't I think don't we think, did. I don't know if we because I know we did one with the Crawford. But then you know, then you got. <laughs> I don't think we did because the two, I think we did 2011. I know we
0: did 2011 with Kyrie because because uh, Julian took Kyrie first. But either way, if we did do it, we apologize. But I don't think we, we did. did. So we're going to 2010. I got the first pick for the Washington Wizards, and I'm taking Paul George. Paul George to me is the best player from this draft. John Wall has had injury concerns, and yes, Paul Paul George did break his uh, his ankle or his 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 shit, whatever he broke in that one year. But but before that, Paul George was a dog. Him and him and his Pacers team almost beat LeBron. If Paul George doesn't get injured, he is maybe a top six player in the league. Uh, but the thing is, his clutch factor, which he never gets. But in terms of just being having a great defender, a great score, Paul George is the best player in this draft, and I'm going with him first. Uh, Julian, you can have the second pick with Philadelphia. Who are you going to take? You
6: no, know, I was looking up and down that list, and I know who should go second. However, I'm going to put DeMarcus Cousins.
2: Whoa! DeMarcus,
6: yeah.
5: Why Demarcus? I was
6: saying, yeah. You were thinking that too? Mm, I was thinking that. Uh, I don't I don't know. I just think it would be a good fit in that gritty city. I think I think he was too much for Sacramento. I think he would have worked well in New Orleans, but he didn't stay long enough. And uh that his attitude would fit that city, they would rally behind him. He was a hard work, he was a very good player. That I think even Drew Drew Holiday over there, like before that Drew worked. got injured. Because Drew Holiday, before he got injured, you know, was really something. I mean, he still is, but I think he was more stable. I just feel like he was more stable back then. But they would work together well.
0: I kind of like that. Actually, I like that pick, DeMarcus and Drew. I'm not mad at that. Then Andre Iguodala, they might be a playoff
5: team. I'm not mad at that. All right, Schubert, you got the third pick with the Nets. Where are you going? Oh, man, like, it's really hard because, you know, you got to go with John Wall, (laughs) right? Yeah, I mean, there's nobody else. Yeah, like, the thing is, is with the Nets, they don't really need him. But I guess he's better than Darren Williams in the long run. Yeah, and you could play them both at the same time. Because Darren Williams is more of a scorer. John Wall's
0: more of a facilitator. Then you have, is Kevin Garnett on that team yet?
5: No, it's uh, it's the Chris Humphreys time. Okay. Well, still, Darren Williams. They, they, a, they drafted a fair, favors who ended up being like you know eventually. Well, and that's
0: the thing. Favors didn't blossom
5: in New Jersey. He had to wait till he went to Utah to get
0: some time. So I'm yeah. not mad at the uh, John Wall pick. Well, fourth for me, it's pretty pretty easy. Fourth for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they took a small forward in Wesley Johnson. I'm taking a small forward who is better than Wesley Johnson, who ended up really growing into himself. I know. Him in the Celtics now isn't what he used to be, but pre-injury, Gordon Hayward was an all-star. I'm going Gordon Hayward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Just after John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and Paul George, he is the next best player, and after him, there's a drop-off. So I'm going Gordon Hayward to the
6: Minnesota Timberwolves. All
0: right, Julian, you're on the clock with the Sacramento Kings.
6: Well, with the Sacramento Kings, I'll pick uh, Gordon Hayward. Not Gordon Hayward, wild. I'm sorry. Um, I just had it. Derek Favors? Hell no. Uh, no. Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> Julian said hell no. Hell no. No, I think I think Eric Bledsoe he, with Tyreek. That would have been nice.
0: Yeah, good one-two punch. And they had. Oh no, they didn't play together because Tyreek was from Memphis. And uh, Bledsoe, Tyreek's from the era of Calipari pre, uh, like right yeah. after he left to go to Kentucky. That is true. All right, yeah. Tyreek and, and Bledsoe, I'm not mad at that. And Bledsoe's a quality player. We, yeah, no matter is. what anybody says, he's right after those original four that we said. Okay, Schubert, you are on the clock with the Golden State Warriors. They took a center. Are you going to take a center?
5: I am going to take a center. Ooh, I'm going right to take a white Whiteside.
0: Ooh. Ooh. now see wait over favors Hassan Whiteside is a stat stuffer and he doesn't give he doesn't give effort whereas favors favors giving you hundred percent effort each time
5: why you go with why are you going with Hassan just you like his stats uh, they, I like his stats he's gonna you know kind of change the whole direction of the warriors they can still potentially get the players that they're gonna get in the future because they're still gonna be bad and uh you know, they had David Lee at that time. It was Steph Curry, Monte Ellis, David Lee. And, you know, what if Hassan Whiteside came out out, out of the gate as a rookie? Really, really great. You know, that's a kind of an intimidating team. Maybe not a championship team, but it could have, you know, made Steph's early years a little bit more brighter than what they were.
0: All right, I'm not mad at that pick. I think there was someone better, but hey, you didn't take him. So I'm going to take him when it's my turn. So the Detroit Pistons on the clock, they took Greg Monroe, who at the time was a solid double-double-double player. It's just the league kind of, he outgrew the league and the league became a smaller league. It wouldn't be bad to take Monroe because what he did for the Pistons was solid, but I'm going to take the better player who has more longevity. I'm taking Derek Favors at this pick. Just because, like I said, Greg Monroe for those that spurt, but for like four years, he was dominant tw- 2010 player. But just Derek Rose's, I mean, Derek Favors' longevity has shown to outlast Greg Monroe, who's out of the league now. So that's why I'm going Derek Favors. All right, Julian, you're on the clock with the Clippers at number eight.
6: You might be wondering why I'm smiling here. Here Going Monroe? Nope. I got something better. Someone, a great player you all missed. I'm going with Lance Stevenson.
0: <laughs> A Great player we Lance all missed. Lance Stevenson. I thought she was gonna Lance take my Stevenson guy with
6: the Clippers.
0: <laughs> Lance. But make him dance, Lance, getting buckets and playing defense. I'm not mad at it. Solid player. Where, where did he
5: hide in this draft? Where's he at? Lance second
0: Stevenson round. is yeah, second-round player. He got drafted to the Indiana Pacers number 40. Oh, nice.
5: Yeah. So
0: all right, should be you're on the clock with the Utah Jazz. With number nine.
5: Okay. Utah Jazz, number nine. They took Hayward. They do need small forwards. Uh, There's but not they really many. Don't, But they really don't have a shooting guard either. So I'm, I'm going to take Avery Bradley here.
0: Nice. Took my pick. Solid. I'm not mad at Avery Bradley. Solid p- defender. Solid scorer.
5: A little small for his height, but... I mean, kind of interesting uh, to be in Utah. Like, imagine if he was brought up in the Utah group. I think he could work there, but the thing is, is just who
0: is the guy that's playing alongside him? With because there's no Darren Williams, Gordon Hayward isn't there, no Derek, uh, no Derek Favors. So it would be interesting to see how Avery Bradley fits in
5: that system by himself. No, I, actually, maybe he, did, he got traded or something because I'm seeing that he was on the team. Oh, Darren Williams. um, Oh, you know, Darren Williams
0: get traded later, Schubert. That's why I was – yeah, Darren Williams doesn't get traded until they become the Brooklyn Nets. I think they're still New Jersey for this year. I'm pretty sure. So, all right, yeah, Darren Williams and Avery Bradley, solid. Maybe Darren Williams doesn't leave. Okay, so the next pick is me with the Indiana Pacers. They took Paul George as small forward. They could use a a, a difference maker. Hmm, this is tough because – it's like Pon Dexter. It's Jordan Crawford. It's Landry Fields. It's just a bunch of guys who are just kind of, kind of garb. I guess I'm gonna go with. You know what? I'm gonna make the outrageous pick because I think four years of this guy getting that getting that spurt of him with Danny Granger with Roy Hibbert in that squad. I'm going Jeremy Lin. I'm going Jeremy Lin to the uh, Indiana Pacers to get that Lin sanity going to give him some spark to where Paul George isn't there. We can get some Lin sanity. We can get some buckets. We can get we can get that. We can get the Asian demographic to to uh, buy tickets in Indiana. We're, we're going full international here. Go Jeremy Lin. He's not
5: even international. He went to Harvard.
0: I know he went to Harvard, but he pulls the international crowd, brother. His uh-huh. heritage, his hair. I'm just. I'm, I want him. I want him to sell tickets. Shit, Sanity. Give me, give me those couple of months of Sanity. I'll take it, and we'll sell a bunch of tickets,
5: and maybe we'll win some games. Uh, Most exciting couple of months ever.
0: Huh, you talking about? All right, Julian, you're on the clock with the New Orleans Hornets. This was traded to Oklahoma City, so you're picking for Oklahoma City.
6: Damn, I really would like Kevin Seraphin on All the right. Hornets. Could have could have skipped over getting Amara osic but I guess Kevin Sarofin. He's not. He's pretty good. He's he's solid. Solid he's big man. It. He's a solid big man. So Better than say.
0: Cole Aldridge, so I'm yeah. not mad at that pick. All right, Schubert, you're on the clock with the Memphis Grizzlies at 12.
5: Uh, let me see, Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. It really drops off. Like it is. There's there's not a there's, lot of. There's, there's a left. couple players. It just depends on like how it looks on the team. They, they're going in year two of O.J. Mayo, and he's trash. Yeah. So, That's my boy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then I'll go with uh, Jordan Crawford.
0: All right, all right. It's getting a shooting guard for them. I'm not mad at that. I'm glad you left my guy so I could get him for Toronto. Toronto, at this point, took Ed Davis, but they could use a 3-and-D guy. Let me pull up real quick just to make sure I'm not tripping. Toronto Raptors roster, just to make sure. Yeah, they don't have a, a true small forward. They don't, they they could use a 3 and D guy. At this point, They their best player is Bargnani, Leandro Barbosa, Pedro Stojankovic. Just very old. They got DeMar DeRozan. He's by himself just battling. I'm gonna draft Al Faruka Aminu to give them three points in defense okay. at small forward. Al Farouk Aminu played really good in Portland, and that's where he blossomed, so I think he'll work pretty well in uh, Toronto. And this is kind of make a pick because I should have picked Al Farouk for the Pacers, but I gave the Pacers Jeremy Lin for those couple of months. But, you know, Al Farouk Amino, uh, Toronto, solid player. All right, Julian, you're on the clock, 14, Houston Rockets.
6: Houston Rockets, 14, I picked Grievous Vasquez. Oh, all right, giving him a point. I used to watch him play on the the
0: Grizzlies. Grizzlies had some good years, man. And I liked him coming out of Maryland. Yeah. He was a good player. did right, he play in New
5: Orleans for a while?
0: Yeah, he yeah. did. He had a solid New Orleans career.
5: Super solid. All right, put you're on the clock. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, this was traded Th- from Chicago. Two questions because I don't remember. Someone did pick Greg Monroe. No, no one did. And someone picked Evan Turner? No one picked Evan Turner. No one picked Greg Monroe. All right. And I'm play- picking for Milwaukee? Yep. Okay, well, you know, that's... I don't know why we haven't said those two names over I Jeremy think. Lynn. <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> Greg the Pacers didn't need Greg Monroe. And Evan Turner is one note. And I think Greg uh and Jeremy Lynn with those four months is more exciting than uh five years of Evan Turner. <laughs> so Damn. that's why I chose him. But who you going with? Greg Monroe? Uh Evan Turner. Evan Turner, all right, for the Milwaukee Bucks. And that leaves the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm going Greg Monroe. Give him a big man. Solid 2010 guy, double-double. And that's the redraft. This draft kind of sucked, man. After uh John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Gordon Hayward, and Paul George, and Eric Bledsoe, that was it. Like, because I don't like Hassan Whiteside. Lance. Lance make him dance, Lance. <laughs> hey.
5: Hey, if he was on that Lakers team right now,
0: yeah, true. They could use him. They could definitely use him. and he. And look, he has one of the most iconic moments in NBA history: blowing the kiss in or blowing in yeah, LeBron's right. ear. So
5: that'll be on a thirty for thirty. That will
0: definitely be on a thirty for thirty. Oh, make him dance, Lance. But that's all we got this week. Short, bros who ball week. Julian, tell the people where they can find you out on social media. Follow me on Twitter
6: at Juju Nav J U J U and
0: Glad to have you back, my brother, and we will be talking basketball because we're getting closer and closer to the NBA bubble. Schubert, tell the people they can find you out on social media.
5: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at A. Schubert14. You can listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast. Uh, last week, we reviewed Old Guard, the show on Netflix. The movie. And, um, or the movie, sorry. and uh, But this week, we're doing more Avatar, Doom Patrol, um, we, yeah, I think I'm going to, I've convinced Lyndon to watch Palm Springs, so we might talk yep. a little bit about that. I'm going to watch um, that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some good stuff coming out. Peacock just got released, so I know a lot of people are that. excited about that. Yeah, we're going to have to talk uh, about that.
0: See if you, see what you think about Peacock, the NBC yeah, streaming.
5: Yeah, the most, the mostly free streaming service. Just so, so many
0: ads. I heard it's, it's like yeah. six, seven, ten, seven to ten ads if, if you get it free. That's and you crazy. don't even
5: get like the originals or anything like that, so... So That's what lying. I thought.
0: Yeah, oh they they scheming over there. F peacock. I'm not paying for that shit. It's only five dollars. Yeah, man, I'm spending my five dollars elsewhere for the office. <laughs> I can I can also do Well I mean you can still watch that for free. Yeah, until for six more months. With the ads. True, true, true. Well, all right. You guys can follow me at LinBWt. Follow Brosy Think at Brosy Think. If you're an anime fan, be sure to check out the most recent episode of Anime Talk. Be sure to check out the most recent episode of Run It Back. We reviewed the Cowboy Bebop movie. Like Shubert said, check out Bros Who Binge. A uh, new episode of Anime Talk will be out this upcoming Tuesday. But. Be sure to follow everybody on this podcast from Jalen Quinn to Sarah Pierre to Doom to Brooklyn. I want to thank Sarah and Jalen for coming on the show. If you go to Sarah's protest rally in St. Martinville, be sure to wear a mask. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. But for Julian, for Schubert, for Brooklyn, for Doom, for Sarah, for Jalen, my name is Lyndon. You guys have a great one. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Until then, be safe, wear your mask, and have a good one. Peace! <laughs> You focusing on me, yeah Feel like myself die, cause I'm game brave Got a laser around my neck, Who get the chain with? Uh, yeah Now you just need someone to say you special Cause it's too many times that you been let go Can't let no one no more, can't let them get close, get close How the fuck I'm supposed to love you from a distance? You was making problems, I was tryna make a difference, uh, yeah for 2020, let's hit fast forward. Can you do that thing?
2: Move your hips like water. Said that you was looking for commitment. Could tell about how you all up in my business. I could slide through with the